three, two, one, zero. You're listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring Mr. Adam Tate and El Gran Tommy Martinez. And now, without further ado, here's the best podcast that you'll ever hear, and that's according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, season number three, Adam, episode number two. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy that I know on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What is going on, Adam? Not much, Tommy. I'm just excited to get into it. I love that intro. You redone the intro, and it is so emblematic of what we do here. <laughs> it, it, it just get, it sets the tone with the proper feel, I believe. Oh, well, I don't know what you mean by that, but thank you. <laughs> I hope that's praise. <laughs> it's, it's high praise. <laughs> ready, me. ready, Adam, to deliver yet another great episode mm. of the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, App. RSS podcast, Castbox, and many of uh, your favorite DSPs, and also Adam behind the control board, the master control, the mighty Godzilla. Oh, he's a bit muted today. Yeah, he's a little bit. What, Godzilla? You better wake up, buddy. What the hell? He hasn't got a touch of the COVID, has he? He's I hope not. We're going to sore throat. He's got his COVID's going to mess me up. <laughs> wow, what a great episode last episode, man. Was it? <laughs> Do you think it was? I thought it was. I, as a matter of fact, I know it was. Well, it was very timely. Yeah, in, well, in its release, you know. Yeah, it was super untimely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it went out either Thursday or Friday, I think it went out. Yeah, it went pretty late. Yeah, it's a little went out. It just a little bit of technical difficulties. That's all it was, man. These things happen in real life. It so, has to be expected. But no sooner than we put it out, man, we did get some feedback. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. The general immediately emailed me back. He said, "Hey, technical difficulties are part of show business." Why? Thank you. Oh, he gave us a pass on yeah, that. Yeah, oh. it's part of show business. I, I thought we were going to be in the front lean and rest. <laughs> <laughs> doing some push-ups. Adam, it's show business. It's, that's awesome. You and I are part of show business. Is that what this is? I guess so. A little small corner, a little crumb of, <laughs> of show business is falling. A bit of entertainment, mm, Adam, you know. It wasn't bad at all. You know, I thought it was, uh, let me see, I've listened to most of it. Oh. I had some problems. We uh, had to do some remodeling here in... Uh, Datecoa Promotion Studios one. As I remodeled, I also dropped some equipment that uh, I have set up here. So remember in the <laughs> yeah, early days, good. in the early days, there would be an image <clears throat> or maybe a short video from the studio. Uh huh. Yeah. That would be put That's on true. social media. There hasn't been any of those recently. Uh-uh. But if they did have an image from this, I could describe to them. It is a fortress being built around Tommy Martinez. He has so many different computers and he's got like an extra table extension like like one of those standing desk things but so everything's just stacked 
I mean, it must be about six feet high. I have to I have to lean all the way to my right and peek around the corner to get any glimpse of what's going on over there. Adam, thank you. That's an awesome description. <laughs> I'm actually trying. Let me see. Can I see Godzilla from here? <laughs> I hope you can see Godzilla. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> he blocks the sun. <laughs> There he is again. <laughs> I think that's why he sounds so uh, muted today. <laughs> all of your all of your equipment is muffled. Calm down, buddy. Calm down, buddy. Uh, Gosino did some really good content last week. Oh my god! He's yeah, a we got super good yeah, contributor. We got some feedback from that, Adam. We did. Oh, you did. We don't. Oh, you know what? Since we got some feedback, hold on. We're not going to do the uh, segment, but we'll go ahead and play this. Didn't get to, but you did get. Okay, good deal. <laughs> I, that came out horrible. I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw the reaction of the computer. There's an oh man, it's off the chart. Sorry for uh, leaving our listeners a little deaf after that one. Oh, I got the eardrums. Yeah, yeah. A writer, Danny uh, Adam. Danny. Danny. Yeah, he writes that he uh, mm-hmm. he thought that the Gosilo review of the Lord of the G Strings app of his video yes. was pretty funny. Okay. But he he wrote, but Gosilo is a cock blocker. <laughs> What? Did you see a rooster anywhere? I didn't see anything like this. The whole video. The the, the image that's emblazoned in my mind is the the cover art (laughs) for the whole thing. It's Godzilla standing by while uh, flames and hot things are being shot from an orifice. How, how, That's all I, I remember. Uh, yeah, I just, there there was no there was no roosters. There was a lot of chicks, just like, but yeah, and a lot of costumes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was blocking. Was, <coughs> was thing? Okay, well, I mean, I guess he did run interference on one of those pictures. Was it on the Spider Man one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's probably so. what it was. Well, the, listener, Daddy, thanks, thanks and a the lot for the reels. Yeah. <laughs> In the real portion, he kind of got in the way. <laughs> yeah, listener, Danny, thanks a lot. We also had another uh, note dropped by listener Georgie. It was a smiley face with a lot of uh, with a lot of evil ass behind that smiley face. <laughs> then he wrote Gosilo and a lot of the clapping hands. So, <laughs> oh, so he's getting so he's getting praise. <laughs> he's getting praise. It's wow. like, well, how is that even possible? Danny, I, we went and Georgie. Yeah, Danny, Georgie. Do we have any ladies? Uh, no, I I didn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was like. Uh, I saw it and I said, "Wow, we did uh, two hours and a half of content, and we only have you know something of praise for Godzilla." We, I was hoping that we would get what was it? It was yesterday, so it's been a little bit more than twenty. What's today? The sixth, right? So yes. yesterday is when it went out. Probably Thursday night. I forgot right now, but anyway, not bad for you know less a little bit more than twenty four hours. We did get some yeah, feedback. That's a quick reaction. So that's, I was <laughs> that, that's that showing up in their in their inbox on their listening device. And they're just saying, oh, this new content, I must play it right now. It's <laughs> like you, really fast. Didn't you get some feedback this week as well? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a bit more of a criticism. What? But it was, uh, yeah. Why do you want to get criticism? I, I received What's... a direct text. Oh, you did? From a, a Dustin. Okay. And the, the request feedback was, what, is it only one episode a month now? Is that what you guys are down to? Oh, Laziness? Yeah. Oh, Laziness he, kicking he, in, maybe? Oh, wow. He said that? Well, yeah. you know, I don't want to... Wow, Mr. Dustin, I don't know what to tell you. But there, you buddy. had one in the chamber because I got that text before our Halloween special came out. And then, and then <laughs> one in the chamber is like, oh, yeah, you think that? Bang! Take that. There's a show for you. Dustin, I, I, I apologize, my friend, but, you know, it's, it's uh, shit happens, mi amigo. It's so busy at that the Coa Studios one with Gosilo videos and all this production going on. <laughs> 
I'm doing the podcast. I'm managing Gosito. It's it's you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So we'll try. We'll try to up our game since we are heading out to episode number uh, 100. Adam, we're about maybe oh, wow. 15 episodes away. Pretty so at this soon. pace, by uh, 2023, yeah. we'll have uh, <laughs> no, like, yeah. 100 episodes. <laughs> just, you know, D- Dustin, just the FYI, there will be uh, some kind of contest coming out, something really cool prize that we are going oh, out to. So, true. you know, Dustin and all the rest of our listeners, man, better go ahead and mm. be paying attention to, to mm. that, Adam. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was a little bit of, of our mail. Didn't get tail, but you did get That's quality production. <laughs> I figured, we, I, I, well, we got the feedback. It's what, been... are the, what are the problems may be that we're still on dial-up? That's, that's why. It's getting, oh, did you catch it's, that? It's, it's slow getting did out. Did you catch that? <laughs> exactly. I, we haven't played it for a while. I figure, you know, we, we squeeze in one or two emails at least at the beginning before we start yammering away. Yeah, good well, idea. Another thing before we start, Adam, I'd like to show you these. They came in the mail for me. What are the visual Check displays? Them out, yeah. Go ahead. You could describe Packaged, them for our listeners. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're like uh, lapel pins or something. Yeah. Is that what they are? Yeah. Can you make out the first? Don't, uh, don't give the last name. I'll just see what the first name well, is. The, the sender? Yeah, the sender. Uh, Betsy? Betsy. Okay. And she is these, a, these she, are the gifts. Okay. Yeah. She's a personal friend and a friend of the podcast, Adam. They're she, both uh, pieces of uh, from the Hard Rock. Oh, yeah. And we have one, which is like the Hard Rock guitar. It's a collectible. It's copper colored from what Madrid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hard Rock Madrid, and it's yeah. got you know, we have the running of the bulls. That's There's a bull right. running right cool through the, what, the form of the guitar. Yeah, wow, that is pretty cool. Very, uh, the copper part. Yeah, that's what makes it, and the little sheen that the bull has, and you that see has that? to be special to the Madrid uh, Hard Rock. Yeah, nobody else would have that. That's very they, cool. They have the running of the bulls. Yeah, actually, super fucking awesome. And then we have another one, uh, Hard Rock Heels Foundation. Love Amplified. It's like a, it's another pin, but it's got a musical note. Oh, it does? I didn't, I didn't see that one. Is it the Leaning well. Tower of Pizza? Let me see where at? it is. Let me check that one out. Uh, Malorga? Mallorca? Mallorca. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's in Spain as well. Yeah. There's a, there's a stone tower and a musical note. That's very cool. Is this like for, uh, yeah, hard, hard Rock Heels Foundation? I would take out Foundation and just say, Adam, Hard Rock Heels. So somebody was It in- heals me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody was in Spain. Betsy. Yeah, Betsy. Was in Spain and thought of you, her favorite uh, podcaster. Actually, she's a personal friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Listens to this podcast though, <laughs> and if not, I'm gonna go ahead and link her directly. <laughs> I just want to say muchas gracias, Betsy. Yes, yeah, much nice. love, much love. Thank you so much for some thoughtful gifts. I'm gonna put them up here with my in my. She she wrote a note here that says for your collection. So just add them so you'll see where I put them. You see, you have like a little. Uh, this one is check this one. Oh. This one from where this one's at. This is another uh, yeah guitar. It's another hard rock. Um, hard rock one. Oh where. Where is that from? Check it out. It says it right there. It does? Uh-huh. Tokyo? There you go. Tokyo, man. Oh. Check this one out, man. 
beautiful one too. Look the at this shiny, one. multi. This is one of my favorite ones oh, right here. There's a kiss pin. Who would figure? Oh, Guam! Uh, Holy crap! Yeah. So have you been to any of these places? I've been to Guam. I have never been. Oh, you, uh, yeah. I've been to Guam. Purchase, yeah. I've never been to Tokyo one. or to Spain. So people and I got some more around here. So people go to a Hard Rock Cafe anywhere in the world and they think Tommy Martinez. Uh, right now they're thinking about the Tommy and Adam Hart Today podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts app, and the rest of your favorite DSPs. Adam Alto, <laughs> Mallorca, Spain, Castbox. Thank you. <laughs> Let me see what else we got before we start here. Adam, wow, we have a lot of things on the list. Yeah, I know. She's, when you fall behind, you know, like Dustin doesn't want us to. I mean, I get why he why he doesn't want us to fall behind. We got a lot of, we got a lot of shit that gets right. all, people have a, a lot of accumulated. Like we have here. a schedule. People have a schedule, and they say, well, there's a hole in my schedule. Where's my two-hour and 45-minute podcast episode, <laughs> which goes in this hole right here? <laughs> I can't sit here and listen to nothing. <laughs> well, no, because remember, podcasts are just that. It's something you're able to pull up and listen to whenever you want. And not just for Dustin, for, but for the rest of our listeners. Mm-hmm. You could go back and listen to any of our other 84 episodes. They're pretty awesome. And you could build up on the history of the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. And we will not disappoint you. <laughs> All right. Starting strong, Adam. This is one of your favorite bands, isn't oh, it? Oh, yes, it is. Go ahead, go ahead. You know it's Spinal Tap, <laughs> and they're stinking up the great outdoors. <laughs> I love that group. <laughs> Heavy metal icons from the eighties. Yeah, <clears throat> put all the poisons and all of this, the white snakes to the side. Let Spinal Tap go by. Our tastes go to Spinal Tap, <laughs> Metallica. <laughs> There's no in between. <laughs> that's, that's about it. <laughs> Don't they both have black albums? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. That's the, that's the connection right there. <laughs> Adam today Steel is Steel Panther too. <laughs> okay, that's true. But we discovered that one recently. We can't add them back then though. Okay. Adam, good morning, my friend. Today is November the sixth of twenty twenty one. And it is national, Adam. You were stinking up the outdoors <laughs> oh, <laughs> with yeah. spinal tap. Yeah, it was. It's National Play Outside Day, Adam. (laughs) All right. Do they even play outside anymore? Play outside. You have to make Uh, a day for that? You're playing outside if you have a mobile device where you can go and play your online game outside. What was that dumbass game that they made up that they would go outside and walk? It was Nintendo something or Pokemon something. Oh, the Pokemon where you chased and you caught the Pokemon. I never understood that. There was like a map and you had to go and you tried to catch all the Pokemon. Was it a digital map? It had, you'd look through the camera of your phone, I believe. Okay. And it had like, uh, forgot what it was called, but it would have like, Images that would go across your phone, uh, integrated motion or whatever. The Pokemon would come across like you were catching a ghost right. or something, like a viewfinder where you're catching something. And you'd like follow them and you'd have to nab them somehow with your special Pokemon powers. Oh. I don't know. But how do you know all this? But there are many valuable ones. Like there was, you could go to all these different locations because there's a Pokemon at the White House. There's a Pokemon at Statue of Liberty. There's special <laughs> Pokemon there. <laughs> you know. Have you seen those uh, cafe restaurants that are Poke Bars? P-O-K-E. No. You haven't seen those? There's one on... It scares me a little bit. There's one on, I want to say, Webb and 21st. We have a Pokeball. Yes, we on the, uh, I want to say, the northeast corner there, more or less than that What happens inside this bar? I thought, I had him, I thought it was... (laughs) 
a place where you show up and you like play this Pokemon thing. Okay. And it's like a, it's some kind of a Japanese. I don't want to say it's sushi, but it has coffee and the kind of Asian Middle Eastern. They have a Poke uh, Bowl. Yeah, yeah. There's poke a po- bowl. There's a poke yeah, bowl there you go. Food. And like yeah, they got and that. Things. Yeah, that's exactly what they. Have. So you have had Pokey, but I didn't know that. I thought it was you know it's like we were looking for some place to have coffee or something like that. And one of my buddies said, "Let's you know, let's go here." And I said, "I don't." I thought it was a place to go get a Pokey. Point. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, that would have been a good idea too, but you're dirty. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> no, no. Only me and Godzilla. No, I caught Godzilla snoring out there. He hit you on that one. <laughs> oh, here's oh, you now. Yeah, he's speaking up what, now. What did you say, Godzilla, about that pokey stuff? Wow. <laughs> that Adam was what? <laughs> <laughs> I think you better keep that one to yourself and Adam. <laughs> oh, Adam, it's National Play Outside Day in uh, this month of November, Adam. So no matter what month it is, everyone put down your electronic devices and get outside. All year long, we were given numerous opportunities to go outside and play, but sometimes life responsibilities and distractions keep us from spending time in the fresh air as we should, Adam, it says Mm -hmm. here. National Play Outside Day is a reminder to stretch our legs and expend some energy in the great outdoors. So, yeah, the benefits of uh, being outside, Adam. Why is (laughs) I'm just gonna I'm just gonna blow through this one right here. (laughs) Vitamin D from the sun. I'm gonna say this. You know what? We're joking around with this, but this might be alien to some people. Okay. You know, I'm just saying. But why do we choose when it starts to get cold? Like I know that didn't make sense. Why couldn't it be like uh, 68 degrees? Well, right now I got cold. You're right. So right now it went down to the 30s and whatnot this week, which is usually not a good thing. But we're we're beginning of November, so it shouldn't have been that. Halloween last Sunday wasn't that bad outside. Did you go? Uh, did you have any trick or treaters? I did. At the house? I did. I did. I had various. I also had my. You know, I have to participate now. Even the, I had to go back mm-hmm. and uh, you know rethink my uh, Halloween policy, uh, which was shut the door and shut the lights and. <laughs> Uh-oh. And pretend I'm not home. Mm. I had to redo that all over with my granddaughters. Did you walk the neighborhood? Uh, no, they actually, I got lucky. They went to Jeremy's in-laws and they walked over to that neighborhood. Here they just came on the door. But while we were waiting for them, obviously what was going to happen, the other trick-or-treaters were going to come in uh, okay. and they were going to you know, grab a little bit of a- uh, Want some candy? A little candy. That way we were ready for them though. We also went down to see some neighbor that does a haunted house mm-hmm. kind of deal. It was pretty fun. We had, as promised, the Costco bag, the huge bag. Oh, you came through, Adam. The the huge bag of the minis. You had like the little milk duds and the little uh, okay uh, Snickers bars, Three Musketeers, all these things inside yeah. there. Oh, you went you went expensive. And we, had, and we had one of those big display bowl things. Dumped it in there. Oh wow! How many times did the doorbell ring? How many? Fucking zero. <laughs> Zero. My, my daughter was in charge of handing it out, and I, I got reports from her like two or three times. Like, anybody yet? No. Nope. Anybody yet? No. Nope. Adam, Adam, two minutes does not count as an entire evening. No, it was the whole. It was the whole night. She was she was on alert the whole night. Didn't happen. Oh, I, the thing was, it was like the spirit of Christmas. You were into the spirit of Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now I'm eating a whole big bag of chocolate. <laughs> Uh, playing outdoors is a freeing activity, Adam. It keeps us from uh, routines, enclosed spaces, and frames of mind. 
Okay. That's what it says here. Outdoor fills us with energy. Whether it's fresh air, sunshine, or physical activity, we perk up and become motivated to accomplish things. Okay. When I'm outdoors, it's usually I'm working. <laughs> I'm working and, and I'm expending energy instead of getting filled up with energy. Is that the vitamin well, D you, part? I thought they wanted you to expend energy. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> they want you to go out and right, no, it says move here, and burn calories. It says here fills us with energy. Adam, Why does it fill us with energy? I guess, the, you know, remember that series? They're double of, talking. Uh, did you ever get to watch Birdman? Michael uh, Keaton? No, 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 no. I'm talking about Birdman, the cartoon from Alcatraz? Han, the Hanna-Barbera, the Galactic Trio. No. What? I don't know what you're talking about. You never got to see that? The bird? The real bird. Remember Birdman that he had like a talk show on Comedy Central, was it? Larry Bird? No, Birdman. He was a superhero. And he fly in the air and goes, Birdman. You ever got to see that? <laughs> I think you're making it all up. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I Get out of here for real. I don't believe it. Listen, 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 listen to the he had a talk listen, show. Listen, yeah, listen to the listen to the intro. Maybe maybe it's Murph Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> However, he re-energized was going closer to the sun, and he would get his powers back. Vitamin D. I, vitamin D was his, <laughs> was his was his pack, was his Gatorade. <laughs> so yeah, man, just, well, just killed that part too. So. What do you mean? <laughs> I thought you knew about Birdman. I've never dude. heard of Birdman. You got in my life. to be shitting me. No. Man, I, I heard that there's a movie coming out this week, The Eternals. Yeah, that's. I don't the, even know what an Eternal is. That's junk. It's another Marvel thing. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, is it endless? Is there yeah. is there no end to the number of Marvel characters? Listen, if you watched anything, okay. Guess you, I watched nothing. Listen, no, 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 no. Listen, if you've watched anything when it comes to Marvel, what do they call it? They don't call it the Marvel Comics Movie Company. They don't universe. call it the universe. There you go right there. That is okay. the key word. Now, when you think about universe, what do you think about? Is there an end? Celestial bodies. <laughs> we haven't got to the third birthday yet. <laughs> okay. okay. We're about to get there here through all this. That if shit's this, got gravity, Joe. If this, <laughs> this lame-ass national day doesn't get any better. <laughs> and the universe is endless, Adam. That's why you have this endless... The imagination, Adam, is uh, endless. So, the, so there is no end. Uh, I would think they, not. They, no, they would just keep on going and adding yeah, to it. This is like the but day, they, but they existed before in at, at least a brief comic book run. A lot of these characters are what was the word that Jeremy used to use for tertiary? Is that a word? How do you something s- kind of on the outskirts, you, on the you, on the limit? How do you there? say? How do you pronounce that word? Tertiary. 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 Yes. <laughs> not not one of the primary or secondary. It's the tertiary. Yeah, it's like third world countries. <laughs> it's not first or second or third. So you'll have the handout? I've been to a few of those. <laughs> okay. That's the people under the bridge, that song that that, uh, that Lisa used to dedicate oh, to you. Of course. <laughs> My song. <laughs> no, but uh, they're tertiary characters at best. Okay. They're, they're part of a storyline. Uh, it's like Iron Man. Iron Man's big in the movies. He's humongous in the movies. So they're able to make... And, but in the, but in the comic make, books itself, he wasn't as, okay. as large, as So they're huge. able to make these small, secondary, or tertiary characters big and super famous, like the Guardians of the Galaxy, for instance. That's right. There's another prime example. You would not know of the Guardians of, of the Galaxies unless you would read. I found and fuck this uh, outdoor days there anyway stuff because now we're back to reading comic books, which is, which is indoors. <laughs> and when it comes to the outer space portion of the Marvel universe, 
you knew very little of. There wasn't it wasn't as interesting. It was good, but it wasn't as good. The Eternals are like uh, you know like a, a step above us. Uh, they were I don't know I think they were created uh, to defend the Earth or something like that. I can't remember the whole deal, but it's something like that. Okay. If you're gonna go to classic Marvels, 1960s, 1970s, 80s, and maybe some of the 90s, okay, you're gonna have these characters like Captain Marvel. By the way, Captain Marvel was a guy, you know, before Marvel made him a chick, and the movies just ran with that. It's a, it's a chick. That's Brie Larson, right? Okay, I don't is know. It's a Brie? It's, I guess not. I don't, I don't but anyway, know. Captain Marvel was a guy. I don't remember all the origins of it, but I remember drawing it because I used to draw. Well, I still draw, but you know. And you, would, you found out about the Skrulls. They were another race of aliens that primarily battled against the Fantastic Four. As a matter of fact, there was a super scroll that he had all four powers of the Fantastic Four all set up in one. But but who cares? It, what you knew about Asgard was Thor, maybe Odin, maybe Loki. Oh you didn't hear about all this other stuff that that going on. You didn't know about Thanos, because Thanos was a bad motherfucker always. Okay. You know, he runs fucking up some shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, and it was all about death. And you knew about Spider-Man, obviously. That was a huge one. That was very big. So, so that was the biggest thing, right? The The... Whatever they called, what what were they called? Avengers. The Avengers. Avengers as the a Avengers team. and the Thanos storyline is like the top storyline. That is, and the, they've already that, shot that load. That that was the Infinity because, Gauntlet. Yes, and now they have to f- just fleece out the rest of the universe using these other extra because side because it's a space, right? You're probably gonna have I don't know uh, the Watchers probably gonna come in t- into play. Which, which another big carry. I mean, we could go on forever and ever on this. this no, is like I can't. The, this, this is like <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> but anyway, it's like the Lords of the Ring. It just won't stop with me. Cause, okay. So, so anyway, Adam, how do you observe? <laughs> Play outside, days since we totally went off of this. Uh, you walk out of the front door. No, no, you're on your porch. <laughs> no, no, you no. Almost no. let the sun touch no. you. <laughs> <laughs> you pull out and a you comic play, book. And you play jacks. <laughs> Adam, since uh, this uh, is this is actually for complete morons, because evidently uh, these suggestions are uh, ex- extremely obvious. Uh-huh. So it's explore hiking trails near you. You hike. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I would like a little elevation change or something instead of you know, paved roads. Visit a local yes. swimming pool or uh, take a swimming. On November 6th. Yeah, well, yeah. What idiots! All the pools are closed. <laughs> They're closed at Labor Day. Uh, listen to this one. Check Dummies. out check out every park in your neighborhood and climb, slide, swing on every playground set. And you know, go to the beach, go camping, go fishing, etc., etc., etc. And Adam, as you're doing this, what's going to be happening? You're going to what? <laughs> Get your device with your face. Your face is going to be in your device, of course. And you're going to hashtag it with National Play Outside Day. There's no way that was going to happen. <laughs> Oh, Adam, this right here, baby, is Wasp Live Blind in Texas. Mm. One of my favorite groups, baby. This sounds pretty good. By the way, this is my song. (laughs) (laughs) Control yourself. Oh, my God. I love this song. Don't knock down the array of computers. (laughs) Oh, that would be a tragedy. That would be a tragedy. Oh, Blackie Lawless. Man. We are sexual perverts, by the way. That got you energized. That's what it stands for, Wasp. We are sexual perverts. 
Excellent group. (laughs) (laughs) Very wholesome. Are you sure? (laughs) Listen, did you ever uh, watch uh, The Rise and Fall of Western Civilization Part 2? Yeah, I think so. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to see a couple of people there on a feature. One of them is going to be the guitarist of Wasp. Anyway, before we go any any further, Adam, Mm -hmm. Blind in Texas, baby, Wasp. Yeah. That was a good uh, 1980s metal injection, yeah, I think. Yeah, sure was. We started off pretty good today. That makes up for all this bullshit play outside stuff. <laughs> Adam, on November the 6th. Okay. 1528, Adam. 15. <laughs> 1528. There was, there was oh, wasps in uh, 1528. Sure. There had to be. <laughs> They're probably huge, like pterodactyls. <laughs> You really need to read books. In 1500, there was no the dinosaurs were already. Oh, all right. I mean, sounds, maybe, like a, sounds like a long time ago. Maybe to me. the dodo was like, was had been five hundred years ago. Anyway, Spanish explorer uh, Adam Cabeza de Baca, Cabeza head, yes, head of the cow, <laughs> landed in Texas, man. Okay, here it says Spanish conquistador Alvar Nunez Cabeza de Baca was shipwrecked on a low sandy island off the coast of Texas, man. Starving, dehydrated, and desperate, he was the first European to set foot on the soil of the future Lone Star State. It's too bad it was November. If we could have got there in spring break, that <laughs> <laughs> would have been the best. It says here, this is what it said. Okay. It's true because it was, it's, it's probably close to Galveston is what it yeah, says. Yeah, that's what it has to be. Yeah, Cabeza de Baca, unintentional journey to Texas was a disaster from the start. A series of dire accidents and Indian attacks plagued his expeditions, 300 men as they explored North Florida. Mm. The survivors then cobbled together five flimsy boats and headed to sea, where they endured vicious storms, severe shortages of food and water, and attacks from Indians whenever <laughs> they put put the flimsy ships to shore. Wow. With this exploration party reduced to only 80 or 90 men during this what? whole uh, ordeal, Cabeza de Vaca, Motley Flotilla, not Motley Crew, is a flotilla. Wow. Uh, finally wrecked on what is probably Galveston's island off the coast. Of, you're right. If it would have been March, they would have found a bunch of... Uh, yeah. <laughs> if they had a time machine, Adam. <laughs> it been girls gone wild out there. <laughs> yeah. So this it. was 1528, you 1528, said? 1528, so yeah. Columbus didn't even hit the mainland of, of the U.S. area. I don't think so, Territory, no. right? I don't think so, no. I 1492. Think so. so in 30 years... We had a, a relatively peaceful native people of this country. <laughs> and then in 30 years, they figure out we have to kill everything that comes from Europe. No, well, no, no. These people, right? these people wanted to keep America great at the time. <laughs> they, wanted to, they wanted to keep it like that back then, too. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, landing on shore did not end Cabeza de Vaca's uh, trials. During the next four years, Adam, four count them, the party barely managed to eke out a tenuous existence by trading with the Indians located in modern-day East Coast, Texas. Okay. The crew steadily died off from illness, accidents, and attacks until only Cabeza de Vaca and three others remained. How many freaking accidents <laughs> these guys have? I don't know. In 1532, the four survivors set out on an arduous journey across the present-day states of Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona. Captured by the Carawanca Indians, they lived in virtual slavery 
for nearly two years anyway. It keeps on going yada, yada, yada until he won the respect of these Indians. From then, he ended up back in Mexico someplace, and they received him as, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy's still alive. And then he became a celebrity, wrote some books, and became a podcaster, Adam. <laughs> so, he, so he had an entire crew <laughs> totally eliminated. Yes. He was last man standing. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's pretty uh, harrowing uh, what this guy had to go through, man. I mean, I guess it's worse for the rest of his crew. Yeah, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, he made... He was the boss. He was the guy in charge. He was the supervisor of this crew. You would think the first one to go was the supervisor, you know, especially if you're coming off of a boat. You're the last... I wonder if he was the last one to step out of his boats. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I think I think it's a relatively new thought. <laughs> But yeah, that happened. In, wow, that happened. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to play something with Wasp that had blind and sick. <laughs> so I picked this. <laughs> so I picked this history. Good work. Ah, oh, what the hell is this? I was hoping you knew. Oh, let me look oh. at my sheet here. <laughs> oh, okay. This is Bubba Sparks. Bubba Sparks? Yeah. What is Bubba Sparks? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think he's a rapper. Well, it says here he's back in the mud. Oh, okay, yeah. Adam, today is sports history, buddy, brought to you by history.com mm-hmm. and on this day.com slash sports. And by the way, uh, this day in history was also brought to you by history.com, that wonderful piece we just heard about, uh, the head of a cow, Cabeza de la Cow. <laughs> Adam, right. 1869. All right. Back in the Mud by Bubba Sparks is about football. Oh, okay. Yeah, play- I mean, I didn't know. They're playing outside, and they're observing in a uh, national, national playoff side day. I would, I would hope so. And then, and Rutgers, Adam, beat Princeton 6-4 to four on this day in 1869. 6-4, to four, did I say that? You said 6-4. to four. In the first college football game ever. 6-4. to four. A couple of uh, safeties in there. I don't know. A couple of field goals, maybe a touchdown. and uh, uh, Let me see. It's probably going to go. The only way you get four points is a couple of safeties. I, you're talking about 1869, so there's probably a different set of rules back then, yeah, too. Could be, I guess. So, okay, says here, yeah, the game played with a soccer ball before roughly 100 fans in New Brunswick, New Jersey, Adam. Hmm. Resembles uh, rugby instead of today's football. Yeah, they probably weren't airing it out. What's that mean? Like making like long passes to their wide receivers. <laughs> no, I don't anything. think so. No, no, that wasn't happening. Probably not. Even off the playing fields, the rivalry between New Jersey schools located 20 miles apart was heated. At the time, Princeton was known as the College of New Jersey. So I guess they were disputing uh, over who would get that name. For years, each had striven for possessions of an old revolutionary cannon, making night forays, lunging it back and forth time and time again. Recall Rutgers John Herbert, who played the first game in 1930. Uh, just some bullshit about this. this is just the first game ever played. Okay. Um, boring. So I mean, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> not, not too bad. Today's a DOA show. They could have just called it rugby. They didn't have to call it football. And I don't know. Rugby would be, is it European or is it British? I don't know anything about it. I know it's pretty rough, though. And I know some, you know, some pretty rough dudes play. Yeah, uh, some, some big guys. Some big guys play that, dude. I mean, I wouldn't go in there for nothing. You got to get in them scrums. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> Scrum. What's that? That's where they all, they all, like, lock arms and then get together and they push. And then the, the ref kind of throws the, the rugby ball in the middle and you kind of try to kick it behind you and you, you get it to one of your runners and the guy runs to the outside and he tries to do a little backwards pass to some of the else. And what? Oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening. No shit. Yeah. Is it like that? 
Yeah, but they get like these cauliflower ears because they get, like get in there like a wrestler and they're smashing heads against the guys. Godzilla, exactly. He would be an all star on the rugby field. As big as he is? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. No stopping him. I'll tell you what, Adam. This was more interesting than the first game of college that, <laughs> that was ever played. Oh, yeah, I know who this is, Adam. I know you would. This reminds me of my days back when I was a kid in Puerto Rico listening to Radio Heavy con la música de Triumph. <laughs> It must have because you talked that up perfectly. Oh, I love this, man. I just, this is my shit right here, man. <laughs> Triumph, man. The uh, the uh, quasi... I'm going to quiet for a minute. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Talks about the radio, you know. It's like, you know, this is music. It gives you this power. You're young. Yeah. You're wild. No, I wasn't wild. And you're free. I was... <laughs> I was a mama's boy. <laughs> did you have any magic powers? Oh, I did in my pants. <laughs> to show the mamas. Just joking. Okay. <laughs> I ran away from her and said, Ooh, fuchi, fuchi. Yeah. Oh, what a great song. That is this a is, great man. song. That's an awesome song, actually. <laughs> Great doesn't even start to begin. I mean, Triumph is like the quasi rush. Yeah, you know, I guess they they can't. They were uh, they were on uh, Ultimate Classic Rock. Some interview that uh, that they were joking about how they always get confused or how people confuse Rush with uh, with uh, Triumph, which I don't how, see. How do you, how do you have I, that? I don't know confusion. that. It's just I think it's mainly because of them being a power trio and them being from Canada. From Canada. I mean, so the, you know the similarities in there. There's a gigantic difference between you know Rick Emmett and uh, Giddy Lee as as the front dudes. Plus you know Rick Emmett is the guitarist, not the bass guitarist. So I don't know where they're going from with I this. I don't know. But it's just what people come up with. I would say ignorant people that don't know anything. Adam, we're going to have to kick this up, baby, because this is our part of the show right now, since history and sports sucked really, really bad today. Okay. What a boring-ass day. This is 6 November. Well, it's the national Actually, day. It's the national know, day of go outside. You know, <laughs> you know what? Here's the deal. Though. We've done, I, I was, uh, I think I was going back and looking at our library or our catalog, as you say, and we had covered like National Donut Day, you know, cool days like that, which was yesterday. Oh, you know, no. today we got stuck with National Play Outside Day. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah, it's it's got to be 60-something degrees, though, today, I think. Outside. So that's not too bad So it'll be okay to go outside. I'm going to catch the magic power of some work, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that will probably ask for me. You're hoping for a wet rain cloud <laughs> yeah, to come no by kidding. or something. No shit. It's like, what is it right now? It's uh, 5.30 in the morning. This one is like, yeah, sun, stay down today, please. <laughs> Don't come out. Tomorrow, the 7th, is the uh, toy run for uh, uh, the motorcycles oh, from- motorcycle. uh, Yeah, the motorcycle toy run is going to go from- uh, I want to say McLean down that, there in downtown. Is that a all Harley thing? Yeah, well, whoever has a motorcycle, really, just not just for Harley Davidson. It's for everybody else who has any kind of bike, really. The first so what's time, the course? Where do you go from? We go from right there where the new park is at, where, where, where the old park was. It doesn't matter. Down there on McLean and Douglas, is it? Or McLean? Or, okay. And Douglas yeah. all the way up to the Hartman. And I think we go up through Broadway. 
as they, so you'll come up through Douglas and you cross up Broadway and you go all the way up to Valley Center and then you turn in hmm. to uh, the Hartman. And that's where you'll deposit. That's where the Marines are waiting for us because it's also Veterans Day this week. So do you have to ride out there with like a big stuffed bear on the back of your uh, bike yeah, or something? Yeah, we have. We'll we'll put something behind the bike. Will to be oh. with me? So so we'll do that. I mean, we haven't done it. We didn't do it last year, but this year it's not going to be that bad weather wise. So yeah. So anyway, yeah, Adam, that was Triumph Catch the Magic Power yes. of the music in me. I used to I caught all their kind of power. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And going back, though, to 1920, Adam. Okay. November the 2nd, 1920, all right? 1920. Rock history. KDKA, Adam, in Pittsburgh. KDKA. <clears throat> not Ohio, not Cleveland, anything like that, right? Okay. <laughs> Which was, remember, the birth of rock and roll was in Cleveland, right? Sure, sure, sure. You know, this radio station, KDKA, they were not the first station to air, but the first to get the broadcast license. Now, with that, what's the deal with consumers? Unsure of the benefits of radio, mm-hmm. the station announced results of the Harding-Cox presidential election. There was some kind of presidential election, mm-hmm. so they kind of reported on that. How boring is that? Getting the news <laughs> to those with a radio much faster than everyone else who had to wait for the morning paper. So this piece of technology with this commercially licensed where they're going to make some money. What's the regulating body? Finally. It's the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission. So the FCC established itself. No, not then. I don't even think they were established back then. Well, who did they get their license from? I wouldn't know. I I would think maybe it was state. I don't know. It didn't say that here. When the radio was the main form of entertainment, regular programming, uh, mostly stories and variety shows. I think we covered a little bit of that last week when we did the, the War of... The world. Sure. And that was the norm. If there was music, it was normally a live concert or part of a variety show, right? Sure. And even though music had been played kind of like in a Wild West uh, style where they would just play a song here and there, mm-hmm. and it had been playing since 1906, commercial pop music was played backstage, Adam, mm-hmm. by sound engineers who jockey disc records. And from one turntable to another to keep up with the live programming. And that's how they come up with the word disc jockey. Disc jockey. Look at that. So the birth of commercial radio, mm-hmm. even though it had been building. Now, here's, here's a form to make some music. You need a license, obviously, to operate a business. I guess that's where that comes in from. Okay. And they finally work it up to where we're going to, who's going to play music? Because this is the really cool part. With the mass production and popularity of records in the mid-1940s. So we're going about maybe, what, uh, 15, 20 years later? Sure. 25 years later. In the mid-40s, as well as the birth of TV, it was discovered that a show just needed to simply play records and hire the disc jockeys to host the program on commercially licensed radio stations. Thus, the disc jockey playing popular songs produced money for the station. And that's how we get modern day radio shows. You didn't need a live production or a, like a, a thing where you had players trying to do the Foley sound effects to make the, the yeah. all that stuff is extra expense. You yeah. just get the pieces of vinyl, spin them mugs, and that's enough. I yeah. got it. That's so yeah. So that's how that was formed, and that's how Adam we were able to catch the magic power <laughs> of that radio. I love it. <laughs> A classic, Adam. A classic redone <laughs> by Judas Priest playing Johnny B. Good. Oh, unmistakably. That didn't sound like Chuck Berry one day. 
Very cool. You think Rob Halford's done any duck walking in his time? Uh, I think so. <laughs> 1952, Adam, October the 31st, 1952, buddy. Mm -hmm. Pianist Johnny Johnson <laughs> uh -huh. hired 26-year-old Chuck Berry as the guitarist for his band, bro. What's his name? In Johnny 90, Johnson? Yeah, yeah, the guy's name was, he was a pianist, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had hired 26-year-old Chuck Berry as the guitarist for his band. While playing evening gigs in the St. Louis area, Berry kept his day job. As a hairdresser, Adam, for the oh, next three years. As a hairdresser? <laughs> oh, wow. I had no idea. Every time I've looked at He's the image. He's always been around the ladies. Every time I've looked at an image of Chuck Berry, he'd have always like that slicked, yeah. gelled back look. Does that need to have a hairdresser? I don't know. Or is he always, did he work on the ladies? I think uh, barbers, this is 1952, so I would imagine barbers were barbers, you know, and you knew that was a, it was assigned a gender. And uh, so you wouldn't know if you saw a Segre barbershop. Would segregated at the time, probably? Absolutely. It's a St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah, sure. sure. Absolutely. Okay. And if it was a hairdresser, I would say that Chuck probably had, uh, you know, was working with the ladies. This is pre-cameras, uh, though. He yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. I don't think. Yeah. You, can, I don't you can use the toilet facility <laughs> if you like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the origin of uh, Chuck Berry, dude. Wow, I had no idea. He was a hairdresser. Hairdresser. There you go. <clears throat> nice tune, Adam. I know this one too, baby. It feels this like is, we know this, this song. This is Aerosmith, man. It is, but it's, it's but it's done by another lady. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. It is a sounds very cool. It's a violin for essentially like all of the vocal parts and everything. Nordic fire. Wow, violinist. Yes. Very cool, Adam. Wow. Isn't that sweet? I love it. Something fresh. Yeah. Different. Thank you to, you know, our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the Nordic the Fire? Oh, okay. Oh, it's so actually, this is, it's actually this, just a lady. This is, oh, it's just, so it's not like a group from Norway? She must be Nordic, though. But I would think so, you know. Oh, really? He takes offense to the use of fire? Godzilla said that if she's from Norway, he'd like to know the size of her hooters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. What? You heard him? What are you talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. I thought it was Sweden. <laughs> I think Godzilla's confused. Yes, I think so. Anyway, Adam, in 1970, buddy, November the 6th, 1970. Now, here you go. This is in November the 6th, so hopefully this is something cool. Aerosmith performed their first gig when they played at the... Nipmuc Regional High School in Menden, Massachusetts. Okay, sounds sounds accurate another, so far. Another origin here, at least not as them coming together, but as them playing together for the first time as a group. Sometimes referred to as the bad boys from Boston. I wouldn't say sometimes. You know immediately sure. who the bad boys are from Boston are. I know, and, them, uh, I know them more as the toxic twins. Well, that's, that's when you refer to Joe Perry and, and to Stephen Collier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But the entire band, the whole, sure. the numero five of the collective is known as the Bad Boys from Boston, became the best selling American rock band of all time. What? I don't believe them. Outsold the Eagles? Uh, well, give me, hold up now. Hold up now. Okay. We've got some numbers coming up here. Okay, oh, good. by the way, Adam, this day in rock history is brought to you by history.com. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Song facts. Song facts. <laughs> <laughs> good. And on this day <laughs> in music.com. 
So yeah, so it says here, it says, having sold more than 150 million albums worldwide. And it says American hmm. rock band. They also hold the record for the most gold and multi-platinum albums by an American group. That's what it says here, man. Song, okay, I mean, song facts is not going to lie to they me. They have a lot of albums. You know, I don't it's know. It's entirely possible. It may be they definitely have more albums than the Eagles do. When they say uh, rock band, when you're speaking about rock bands, are you throwing in a kind of rock that we love, that hard rock, almost metal rock, or are we talking about rock in general? I think like, you have to take in all shades of rock. The heavy, the hard. Because the, it just says rock? Rock, yeah. Well, I, I think rock. so. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Also, no, on November the the second of two thousand and twelve, Adam, mm-hmm. the building at thirteen twenty five Commonwealth Avenue in Boston, Adam, where the five members mm-hmm. of the Bad Boys from Boston uh, shared an apartment, uh-huh. was declared a historic landmark. Adam. <laughs> oh, so they can't update it now. <laughs> <laughs> it has to stay. Even a, the a ramshackled loft. Even somewhere. even even the cockroaches can't be moved out. <laughs> No, that's right, man. Check it out. To celebrate, the band played a free concert outside the building to thousands of fans. That must have been a big-ass street. Do you think uh, Steven Tyler waxed poetic about all the things that happened inside that apartment? He's like, what the fuck am I doing here? (laughs) I'm a millionaire now. (laughs) Let me go back to American Idol 2012, right? Yeah, let's make some dough. (laughs) I thought that's pretty cool. Yeah, I I had no idea. I didn't know that. They had uh, all stayed in the same place, which I guess bands at that time kind of always did. Mm-hmm. They all shared expenses and ate packages of salami together. A space. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were packaging their salami. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't sharing it. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of that was Pro- going probably on. Probably right. 1970s. Yeah. They were probably smoking hookah. <laughs> Apple flavored. But that's good. That's, for- <laughs> that's forward thinking of the... Boston uh, administrative people to say, hey, we need to recognize this as a landmark. That happened back, yeah, in 1970, whatever it was, Adam. (laughs) Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson on Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee. song adam well this is going to be more of a uh a lecture series right here Spend my days with a woman this is your song tommy smoke my stuff and drink of my wine on november 8 1971 released upon the world was a gatefold album bearing an image of a dilapidated building and a framed picture of a man carrying sticks they were told it was commercial suicide. No words, band names, song titles, only four symbols or runes meant to signify the four band members. Recorded over six weeks in the winter of 1970 to 71, Led Zeppelin descended upon Headley Grange in Hampshire, England, and emerged with one of rock and roll's greatest treasures. One song titled for John Bonham using two drumsticks in each hand, entitled Four Sticks. Another song born from Bonham warming up, playing the cymbal-heavy intro to Little Richard's 
Keep a Knockin' inspired his bandmates to jump in, and 30 minutes later, Rock and Roll was written. Going to California is an homage to the frequently visited American West Coast and hints at their fandom of Joni Mitchell. In contrast, Misty Mountain Hop signals Robert Plant's wistful yearning to return to the Welsh countryside following all the madness of touring. One of John Paul Jones' written rift was fleshed out and named for a black Labrador retriever at Headley Grange that had befriended the band during their stay, which was Black Dog. Plant, mixing his Tolkien with John Paul Jones' mandolin and featured the only Zepp song with a guest vocalist, Sandy Denny, for the Battle of Evermore. She was honored with her own symbol in three equilateral triangles by the song's listing on the inside sleeve. The cacophonous and bombastic When the Levee Breaks, featuring John Bonham blasting away on a new Ludwig drum set set up in the hallway and miked up the, and down the corridor and over the stairwell banisters to capture all of the resonant thunder. Mm. And of course, Page's idea for a guitar piece with a fragile opening that would progress through movements toward a fanfare and blistering solo. Robert Plant wrote the lyrics just as Jimmy tried to explain his ideas to Jones and Bonham. The result, Stairway to Heaven, has been commonly referred to as the greatest song of all time in rock. That commercial suicide has produced 37 million albums sold worldwide. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. on November 8th of this year, we'll be celebrating the 50th anniversary oh, of Led Zeppelin's fourth album. That is our Led Zeppelin moment for the week. That is brutal. <laughs> Adam? Yes, sir. All I could think about while you were reading that, if school was really that good, <laughs> I'd be a doctor right now. Oh, Adam. my gosh. You did 10 class? Man, yeah. You wouldn't skip class for that? Man, it was like, is this la historia de Led Zeppelin por Radio, por ra ra radio Heavy? I put that all Man, together. You... I put that all together myself. Damn. That's pretty good, huh? Ah. That's some heavy. You really? You touch on all the little song touch tones there. A little, a little glimpse into each one of the songs, and it all culminates into this magnificent piece of work. Man. So you're telling me yes. that the presence of Gosilo here has actually... <laughs> he has... His push as a, as a creative person has, has inspired me. Adam, he made you up your game. Uh, you know? Now, I probably shot my wad with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what else will come. <laughs> Very cool, though, man. That was yes, awesome. Yes. What do we got here? Okay. I know this. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know this song? Is this one of your songs? This is kind of my song, yeah. Mm. This is the Talking Heads, man. Psycho Killer. You'll let this be one of your songs? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, like really? I like the heads. Do you? Okay. All right. All right. Let's go see what Adam that was. That was in plural, Adam. Right? Not in singular. Talking heads. I understand what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I like the talking heads. They're all right. You know. I don't go deep on the talking heads. No, no. Just whatever you would hear on a radio. It was these guys, I think, were art students. They, they looked very artsy. Out of somewhere in New York? Probably. 
they had, you know, they had the artsy thing. They combined music with uh, performing arts and some other stuff that was going on. Mm -hmm. So anyway, let me see what it says here before I screw this up. <laughs> yep, there we go. Talking Heads signed to Sire Records, Adam. Okay. They were offered a deal a year earlier after making a splash on the CBGB scene, Adam. Okay. But wanted to wait until they were studio ready. So they wanted to stay out and cut heads out there on the road and earn it and get themselves more seasoned. They didn't want to go in there and flop. That's that's awesome. Because how many people just go ahead and say, you know what? This is your one shot. Sign the first deal in front of you. Sign it because this is our chance. Yeah. You know, we got it. They always say, heads. like, you have to wait for your opportunity. That was an opportunity that they kind of said, nope. And he said, fuck yet. that. Yeah, we're going to wait. We're good enough. We're going to, yeah. We will get better. We're going to hone our skill. Mm -hmm. And not, you know, just not a couple of months later, not, you know, not a day later or anything like that. It was a year later. Wow. Wow. Talking Head 77, Adam, was their debut studio album, but it was recorded in April of 1977, dude, at New York's uh, Sun Dragon Studios and released in September 16th of that year by Sire Records. The single Sire Cycle Killer, Adam, mm -hmm. reached number 92 on the Billboard Hot 100. Wow. I just thought it was pretty cool that they waited. They didn't jump at the first opportunity. Surprising. So, and you don't hear a lot of stories like that. No. Oh, fuck shit, bitch, damn cocksucker, <laughs> pussy asshole cunt, what? motherfucking dirty whore, shout on to my lunch, piss cunt, damn bitch, suck my dick, <laughs> Jesus, Herald Christ, oh, turn that bitch, down, bitch, goddamn motherfucker, pussy <laughs> asshole cunt. Holy God. <laughs> What the hell did you get us into well, now? <laughs> well, that was that was young Pharaoh, <laughs> the cuss word <laughs> song. Oh, how obvious is that? Yeah, it's all okay now. I get it. Okay, I mean, this is art, Adam. Actually, uh, <clears throat> thank heavens that we have that warning. This is art. <laughs> <laughs> thank, yeah. Thank God we have that warning at the on our podcast that has explicit language. Oh yeah, we get the e. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, the Recording uh, Industry Association of America, the RIAA, Adam, mm -hmm. agrees, uh, this was, by the way, was in November the 1st of 1985, mm -hmm. uh, agrees to some demands made by another initial organization, the Parents Music Resource Center, the PMRC, right? Okay. As a result, any album deemed to contain offensive lyrics must be issued with a warning label, Adam. The parental advisor. That's right. And the lyrics have to be printed on the sleeves. Most record companies go with the labels, which don't seem to hurt sales. No. Of course not. You're giving them something dangerous. Yeah, like, <laughs> let me, let me yeah. hear all the dirty words. Just stupid idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Who has not enjoyed of the, the fountain of riches that bad press gives, especially during this time? Alec Baldwin. <laughs> He's suffering. <laughs> yes. That's not good press. But we'll see yet. And it's that's, not. That's still to be seen how he's going to, you know, come out of this one. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, that's the best I could do. That's so far, but I'm just talking about it, of all the bad press and all the bad uh, things that you hear, and these people all of a sudden uh, they blow up. So you put a, a sticker on there that says, by the way, this has uh, all those wonderful words that mm -hmm. we heard at the beginning of Young Ferro's song. Of course they're going to go for it. But Records already had that before 19. Uh, 85. I remember listening to, you know, songs from whoever it was, you know, metal bands, hard rock bands, and, 
you know, some of the songs that were like covered up in the actual radio. So do we know who had the first label? It says here, the issue of scene lyrics had been brewing since May, and this is what, November, when the PMRC rallied support for the rating systems, uh, for a rating systems for albums similar to the ones used by movies. In September, the United States Senate held a hearing to discuss the matter with PMRC leaders Tipper Gore and Susan Baker squaring off against Frank Zappa, Dee Snyder, and John Denver. Huh. The musicians nice. are are big names, but the PMRC is politically connected. Gore is married to a senator, and Baker's husband is the Treasury Secretary. Zappa and others are adamant in their position to any kind of labeling, but the RIAA decides to make a concession to quell legal action and placate the PMRC. Instead of the cumbersome rating system, they agree to voluntary label albums, not Adam, <laughs> with offensive lyrics, leaving it up to the record companies to decide which albums get the stickers. Mm. Okay. Predictably, here we go. Oh, here we go. Very few albums get the labels. Mm. So the RIAA threatens further action. In the early 90s, the stickers start appearing in earnest, mostly on hip-hop albums like Ice Cube's America KKK's Most Wanted mm. and anything by the Ghetto Boys. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess they don't like midgets either, because that's where that one little uh, Bushwick Bill oh. was on. Many big box retailers refused to stock the stickered albums, so kids hit up record store to find them. Some artists go out of their way to make sure their albums then are stickered. Mm. That's difficult to have a selling point, and then you have stores that don't want to carry it. <laughs> that they don't they don't want to stock it in their stores because it has the label. But that was the big retailers, which is okay. okay. They were still record stores at the time, Adam. I understand. So, you know, it would have been a lot more accessible with the bigger stores, Sears and whoever it was sure. at the time. But it didn't stop them. It just it, didn't stop it had, the sales. They had to get more foot traffic into the uh, record stores. As you call it, yes. As thing. you call it, the foot traffic, yes. Yeah, that's good. Two Live Crew takes it up a notch, Adam. Yeah. Issuing an album in 1990 that is declared legally obscene making warning stickers seem quaint and exposing them as a marketing tool. Many acts, including Two Life Crew, release clean and dirty versions mm. to cover uh, their tracks. This becomes common practice in the digital age, Adam. Okay. With tracks available for streaming or download, clearly labeled explicit, like this podcast I was talking about. <laughs> right. So, yeah, this is how it came uh, It came about. So there was some, some pushback, and there was some folding, and there was some, you know, concessions made. To me, to look at, a, you know, a explicit, a warning explicit material label is like, okay, you know. I mean, I remember dreading it when my kids were younger. You know, I remember listening to uh, the Wu-Tang's uh, Old Dirty Bastard. Sure. The uh, eh, eh, what you gotta do, my money. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. I, I'm I sure you know that song. You, yeah, you, I've you, heard that song. You've heard that's a very popular song. Mm -hmm. And I knew what it was. I knew what it meant. I knew that it was, you know, this is a pimp telling, listen, ho, give me my dough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. And here I'm sitting at a birthday party, and there, there was these little girls, like six or seven, all singing this song. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. 
Mm. And I'm like, you know what this song means? Said, oh my God, really? So the girls like it. I'm not going to take it off. I said, oh shit, it's time to take my girl home. <laughs> <laughs> so you had concern as a parent? Like if, I did, yeah. Like if they had uh, purchased an album or they had an album and it had the explicit thing on there and you didn't know what it, what it was, would you? Oh, I oh, knew what it was. I'm gonna, I knew I'm what gonna it confiscate was. this. I'm going to do some research. Oh, dude, I'm going to tell you right now. I knew what it was straight up. Oh, okay. You know, I'm a, I'm a worldly man. <laughs> I've been clubbing. <laughs> I've also listened to the Hot 100s. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it wasn't, believe you me, it wasn't heavy metal that was, you know, talking about all right, this good stuff going you're on. You're very multifaceted. Of you, course I am. Dude. You, like, you have to know all the different I'm, things. I'm happen. Tommy Martinez. That's the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I knew. I mean, you didn't know? I didn't know what? You didn't care what your kids were listening to? No. <laughs> Why do I even? Why do I even ask? I don't even know. I mean, because I listen to all the bad stuff. I'm okay. Did you listen to? Did you listen to all the bad stuff when you were nine? Sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, or ten, or or eight. I guess not. No, you were listening to that Bible stuff. Yeah, but you know the radios, the the televangelist, and all this other. You're fine. It's just it's just music. Whatever. I mean, they're not criminals. You know what I'm saying? They did listen to it. You're right. And if I guess if you do make it bad, it's it's gonna be. It's going to be bad because you already labeled it that. So you're going to give them some kind of an yes. image of what's going to be bad. Sure that is. You know, you just don't want to go and start calling girls hoes in school. You know, you know, calm yourself down, Jeremy. That's a record, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he never did it. You, you, you just didn't want to get that call from the teacher. You Teach. Know what? This hoe had her hand up over here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, but you see what I'm saying? Are you, are you following my... my yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or you're not following. I'm I mean, following you. You I'm don't following. give three shits. Nah. <laughs> yeah, go see, Just hit the next one, buddy. This is Bon Jovi. They've got some blood on blood. All right. I like Bon Jovi. I know you. What is this from? This is off of Adam, off of New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Let me see if I'm right. Oh yeah. (laughs) Good job. October the 31st, uh, 1988. Adam, Bon Jovi launched their New Jersey uh, syndicate tour with a show. In Dublin, the tour lasts 16 months and over 200 concerts. Jeez. On the North American leg, they joined by another New Jersey-er band, hmm. Skid Row, Adam. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you didn't seem that interested on no, that one. No. You, you don't like Skid Row either? I'm not a huge fan. I, no. I thought that, yeah, guy, that Monkey Wrench, was it Monkey Wrench? Or Monkey, monkey my, Business. Monkey Business. <laughs> In the zone. <laughs> 18 and Life. 18 and Life, yes. Uh, and I remember you. Yeah. One of the top 20 uh, love songs, by the way, of the uh, 1980s. Officially? Officially, yeah. <laughs> okay. I couldn't believe it myself. I remember you. Oh. Only two it's, songs yeah, were on there. That was a very pretty song. Is This Love by White Snake. No. And this one nope. made the top 20. <laughs> there was also some stuff from Stevie Wonder out there. Anyway, yeah. I thought so. Bon Jovi, Strong Record, New Jersey. Yes, it's one of their big ones. I think it was the biggest many, one. Many yeah, multiple they, well, they launched their tour down. Slippery when wet was probably bigger. Yeah, that's and I love the title of that one. That was awesome. That was, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it was. Do you need to be any more? Uh, I, it was a cautious. It was about caution, really. Slippery when wet. It yeah, had, it, it had a sign that uh, you know, kind of. It had the had the guy. Yeah, who was yeah. like falling. Yeah, because it was a, a sweat floor. What, Cosido? That's what that means? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Lord. I don't know if he's right about that. <laughs> you think he's lying? He's bullshitting us? <laughs> I think he's full of it. 
Nah, bro, you, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Let's get started. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Historic hip hop rapizzle moment. Yo. Slick Rick, baby. Children's story. Children's story? That's right. Slick Rick, baby. This sounds like it would have no parental advisory on this one. (laughs) It's a children's story. Now, check this out, man. This is maybe for people that that will not uh, be that uh, knowledgeable about hip-hop and the hip-hop culture. I'm going to try to remember as I read this some of the stuff that I learned on your MTV raps. Mm. Of Slick Rick. Okay. Which I always thought was a great character myself. Slick Rick released Adam, mm-hmm. his debut album, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Now, why is this significant? I'm going to tell you a little bit later on. Okay. Featuring the influential rap song titled A Children's Story, Adam. Okay. Now, influential is the key word here. In the year since Children's Story, it climbed to the top five of the rap and R&B charts and brought a new narrative approach to the art of rap. Narrative approach. Okay, mm-hmm. we're telling a story. We're telling a story. Remember, rap was about, mm, this is what, 1988, November the 1st. Uh, you had seen already LL Cool J, and he was rapping about love okay. and the honeys. Sure. You know? I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and putting down his Jimmy and his jammy. Oh, okay. Whatever that means. Jimmy and Jam. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, you also had the Run DMCs, and you had all this going on, which was a lot of fun stuff going on. They were rocking the box, and, you know, Peter Piper, and they were doing all this hip-hop Izzle stuff, which is about also representing and who had the most Adidas and who had the most chains, (laughs) you know, all the fronting, who had the the color TVs in their homes and all all these things. Color TVs? Yeah, but it was color, remember. That's okay. what, that was the key, to, and big one, big screen ones. Okay. The ones that weighed about 3,000 pounds. 32-inch <laughs> <laughs> tube television. Yeah, exactly. Woo! So anyway, this is where the narrative approach, because this, this song is about a story. Now, Slick Rick has earned some lofty titles from the hip-hop community, Adam, which has hailed him as the godfather, Adam, of gangsta's rap. Really? Sure. The London-born rapper, even though Scott London. Was born, he was born in London has a simple explanation for the fuss surrounding his talent. Telling The Guardian in 2016, I think what I brought to hip-hop was a visual story type of a style, like reading a children's book, but in rap form. Now I know why the PMRC and everybody else was trying to slap labels on these records. (laughs) (laughs) Rap fans got a taste of Rick's storytelling style on Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh is another producer, uh, DJ, Mm -hmm. uh, on his hit called The Show. And La Di Dadi in 1985, a year after Fresh recruited the flashy one-eye patch-wearing rapper, then known as Mr. MC Ricky D., to his crew after seeing him perform at a talent show. The successful co- collaboration put Rick on Def Jam's radar, and he became the third artist to sign with that label again, Def Jam, 
top label of rap, okay. who was one of the founders or who was one of the people there involved in Def Jam? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Adam. Rick Rubin. Okay, okay, okay. I'm all excited. Yeah. Do you do you know who Rick Rubin is? Now you know who Rick Rubin is. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have a big beard? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. I know that guy. And Russell Simmons, yeah. right? Okay, Russell Simmons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure, now, sure, sure. You're, um, this is why this is huge now. You know, if you you're at the base now, you're you're talking about, you know, hip hop royalty here. It's all about the base. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, and he put the skills, his rapping skills and storytelling skills to the great adventures of Slick Rick. Uh, Children's Stories, the album's second single, is a ghetto nursery rhyme, but about budding gangsters' swift rise and fall on the mean streets. That's why he's the godfather, excuse me, of gangster rap. Mm. Rick's sing-song narrative is an instant classic, and the tune becomes one of the most sampled rap songs of all time, even 30 years later. In uh, 2018, Nas samples the song on the police brutality anthem, Cops Shot the Kid, featuring Kayani West as a nod to the rap veteran. So would this children's uh, story song be similar in any way to Elvis's In the Ghetto? No. <laughs> oh, no. 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 Oh. You know, because people are getting shot in the ghetto and the mother cries and no, there's not, none of this is happening. It doesn't count from Elvis' point of view. It doesn't count, Mm-mm. but but it's a storyline similar because it's a story song, and then this one is like a sto- told in a story fashion. Is it a similar story? We got some gang bangers out on the street. At its base, it might be similar, but in musical style, it's oh, not. No, 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 no. Of course not. You know, and not. not only am I talking about musical style, I'm talking about just the narrative itself. The way children's story is constructed, it flows from start to finish. Elvis is, this is what happens in the ghetto. It doesn't talk about, you know, baby boo-boo as he went up to be kingpin of crack, then, you know, died, killed off by some kind of a a drive-by. Elvis is more like, listen, this is the ghetto, and people get shot. Don't come here if you're white. There was a story. There was a story. He he is a kid with a runny nose, and then he he tried to to steal. He tried to steal. And then he ended up getting shot, and mom cried. And then in, in the end, another little baby is born in the ghetto, and then the mama the, cries again. Does Elvis it's, it's talk a, it's about a crack? Cycle. It's a cycle. Does Elvis talk about crack? I don't think he mentioned crack. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say he, he was into crack. a lot of crack, but not a, you know, not the kind of It was that's all prescribed by, by a doctor. <laughs> all of it was that's not the crack I'm talking about. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there you go, Adam. That's. Uh, there's, I mean, you didn't know. I thought you, I would get you excited with a little bit of story on that one, dude. You know, just, I'm excited just, to learn, just but to I, I'm, I'm totally, I, I'm totally, it's totally out of my realm. Even, in, but Rick Rubin? Yeah, Rick Rubin. Def Jam? I, I knew we had, you know, beard guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I said this show is definitely DOA, it's, it really is. It's DOA. <laughs> <laughs> we, this one might not go out. This will pick it up right here. <laughs> Adam, what do we got here? This is Blind Boy Fuller. <laughs> he said, sing a song. What? That smells like fish. <laughs> oh, wow. This is ragtime? This is way old. Okay. 
Okay. I wonder what does smell like fish. Who <laughs> is that? Ragtime? I don't know. You don't know? It's very old. I know. Very old. What year is that? You know? You don't know that I either? I don't. I don't know either. It's probably the 30s, maybe? 40s? 1990, Adam. October the 31st, 1990. During a gig in Seattle, Washington, Adam, Billy Idol dumped 600 dead fish on Faith No More's dressing room. Oh, because of their fish video? <laughs> is, that, is that why? They responded by walking on stage butt naked during Idol's set. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe smelling like fish. So, I, would, so was he, I wouldn't know that. Was that in a protest of, I don't like what you did to that fish I in that video? So. I could see that the guy was struggling. He I, couldn't, he couldn't I think breathe. It was, I think what it says is more of a prank more than anything. Yeah, so. <laughs> wow. That's pretty surprising. What's this? Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. This is from the show Living Color with White White Baby. All right, stop. While I do up my laces, this kind of thing happens every show. Yo, I got to learn how to tie a bow. What's your real name? Robert Van Winkle. Why did you change? Nothing rhymes with Winkle. <laughs> Take that off. <laughs> That's an assault to the years as well. But still super funny, Adam. Nineteen ninety, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, November the third, nineteen ninety, Adam. Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice became the first rap record to top the US singles chart, dude. Wow. Had had to be a white guy that did oh, it. Oh my god. God. Where's Coach Gruden? <laughs> 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 the track was initially released as a B-side to the rapper's cover of Play That Funky Music and then became the A-side after DJ started playing the track yeah. more constantly than that uh, a previous track mentioned. Born and raised middle class in a Dallas suburb was Robert Van Winkle, Adam. Mm -hmm. Did he ever have to uh, share royalties with... Uh Queen, and, I would uh, imagine so. They they David won. Williams. I think they won that battle in court. Yeah, his original bio dis distributed by the music press when his album was released is full of artificial flavor. Artificial flavor, Adam, would be oh. the same thing as what do you think? Like, saccharin? Bullshit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Suggesting his he grew up amongst gangs in a rough Miami neighborhood and went to school with Luther Campbell of Two Live Crew. Oh, they went to school together, right? Eh? That's crazy. They I knew they, the same group. I know they had bullshit at that part. I didn't know that he had actually claimed or whoever's record company. Who who do you want to believe? It doesn't matter. Luther Campbell of the Two Life Crew. What's the big brute? Uh, I think he's in jail now for killing somebody. Suge Knight. Suge Knight. Didn't didn't wasn't the story that Suge Knight took Vanilla Ice and held him like by the neck, yeah. held dangled him off the edge of a building and said, "You're going to show your royalties with me on uh, Ice Ice Baby or something like that." I don't and know what it was. To, and he had to sign over something. Yep. To Suge Knight. And he disappeared from the music scene. <laughs> wow. Showed up on some construction show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, Adam, and the rest is history when it comes to Vanilla Ice because that is one popular ass story that people love to kick down. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's like actually what it did is it brought a lot of uh, scrutiny to any stories of anybody that had been in some kind of a gangster kind of situation. Oh, really? Uh, mainly white guys, by the way. Made it non-believable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that I don't know if it's true or not either. <laughs> Adam, and this is Journey, baby. Wheels in the sky. Right you are, sir. This is a good song. I like it. I like it, too. Kind of a Western flavor to it. 
at the beginning. Yeah, kind of twangy. Yeah. Just the sound of the guitar there. Yeah, Adam, 1991, buddy. Okay. November the 3rd, 1991. A crowd estimated at 300,000 mm. turns out for a concert honoring promoter Bill Graham, a San Francisco legend who died a week earlier, Adam. Performers at the tribute include Crosby, Steele, Nash, and Young, Joan Baez, Santana, Grateful Dead, and, of course, this band right here, mm. Journey, which reunites for their first performance since 1987, Adam. So wow. they hadn't performed together for four years. It is the last time, too, that Steve Perry sings with the band. So he reunited for this one tribute to uh, Bill Graham. Wow. You remember all those, uh, you could look in like the back of those uh, music magazines, and you could get those old posters, and it would always be like, Bill Graham Presents, and you'd have yeah. like all these lists of these huge bands like in a a festival uh, setting or something. He was a huge promoter. He, was, he, he Yeah. He had a hand in putting the shows together, obviously. He says, this is what we'll get. This is the promotion we're going to give. And, you know, here we go. 300,000 fans show up to this star-studded concert just to remember. 300,000 fans. And then he gives a sermon, and everybody comes forward and takes the communion. Bill Graham can just attract so many people. <laughs> why did that I, name, Bill why, Graham? Why, why didn't I see this one coming at him? I should, that one hit me like a bat. <laughs> All right. Okay, yeah, I get this now. This doesn't sound original. No. <laughs> This is a cover this of is a... This is metal. This is a Pointer Sisters or song. I'm so excited. Quasi-metal. Who sings this? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea? <laughs> I have no idea who it is. We can't credit them. What are we going to do? Uh, We're going to make fun of them and then accredit them. Come on. She, she sings very well. Oh, she does, man. Anyway, let's get over this one really fast. Organizers of MTV Europe Awards uh, for 2003 recruited Adam. Yes. 500 Screamers. Screamers? Mm -hmm. They hired screamers? Yes, to oh. attend this year's, that year's event. The music lovers were selected at an audience held in Indenburg's Princess Street Gardens. Did they have to try out? Yeah, that's what it says here. It <laughs> says they were, there was an audition for it. So anyway, about 1,500 pop mad teenagers and adults screamed themselves hoarse in a bid to get their hands on tickets to this exclusive event. Well, what good is it if they're hoarse when they show up to the event? They're not going to be able to yell. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't know if he'd be held <laughs> the next day. <laughs> you saw <sound> <laughs> What's this, Adam? This is <laughs> a group called Teenage Mustache singing a song called Satan's Mustache. I'm about, I'm about to kill this podcast. Satan was last week, Adam. Satan always lingers around. Oh, my gosh. Look at turn that down. I don't want nothing about nothing about Satan's Mustache. Adam, 2012. Adam, November the 1st, 2012. Okay. Check it out. Yes. Metal Hammer Magazine, Adam. Mm hmm Published the list of the top 10 rock and heavy metal mustaches, Adam. Oh, of all time <laughs> or active, says, active mustaches? Time, <laughs> of all time, Adam. Okay. Uh, all right. Number one has to be Freddie Mercury. All right. Okay. <laughs> is that, is that he's correct? In there, he's in there. He's um, in there. Take another shot there. I'll, I'll give you the order here in a I'm, minute. Okay. <laughs> 
what other mustaches do I know? That's the that's like that's the signature mustache in my mind. All right, here uh, we go. Give me another one. Here's gonna I'm gonna give you a few right now. The list which included mustaches worn by the likes of Frank Zappa. Oh yeah, of course, of course. All the members of Black Sabbath minus Ozzy. Yeah, I guess so. Sure. Adam. All right. Guess who's next? Yeah. James Hetfield. <laughs> the handlebar that kind of goes around the side, too. Adam All right. And Lemmy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All placed Adam after Freddie Mercury, who was number Udo. <laughs> Had to be. That is a day that the rock news was really, really slow. <laughs> slow as this podcast is right now. <laughs> Like this one. Tommy, this is a a busker. You know what a busker is? Uh, like a mix of a street performer. Oh, this guy's out busking with a speaker and a, a set of, of uh, small little drums that he operated with his feet. It's one performer, then, huh? Louis Floyd Henry. Okay. And he's doing a mashup, kind of, of Ace of Spades and a song called Juicy. Yeah, by the Big Papa. Oh, oh, B.I.G.? Yeah, B.I.G. Oh. That's who sings Juicy. Oh, there goes the, the Ace of Spades part right there. there. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's really good. Good selection, Adam. Better than that teenage mustache, I'll tell you that. <laughs> or that other one we didn't know who the artist was. <laughs> they were, they were rocking it, at least. And it sounded horrible, but it's still better than those two. <laughs> <laughs> With one day to go until, uh, this was, by the way, in uh, 2015, out of November the 5th of 2015. Okay. Excuse me, 2012. Oh. Uh, not 2015. With one day to go. Until the United States presidential election, Adam. Oh, good. Politics. <laughs> dozen of music stars take to the press to support incumbent Barack Obama sure. over Republican challenger Mitt Romney. Amongst those voicing support for Obama are none other than Lemmy Kilmeister, Adam. He's not even American. <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> this is off of Song Facts. Oh, Okay. Wow, Lemmy, Bruce Springsteen. Did you ever have you ever heard of Lemmy being political? Being political? No. This guy worries about Jack Daniels. I thought he worried about nothing. <laughs> he had no. You're right. He had the way right. He has money. He had the way right. I don't think he showered. I don't think he he did anything. He didn't do any personal care. He lived rock and roll. Just rock and roll. He bass uh, control and and uh, smoking cigarettes. Wow. I think I'm gonna need to research this a little bit more deeper. For a, some kind of future clarification, of now it, to make sure that this is uh, accurate, you need to you need to also cover the other side. What performers supported the Mips? Donnie and Marie, <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably the list. <laughs> Maybe Travis Tritt. Oh yeah, of course, all the country people are. Gonna, <laughs> mine is the chicks or or the. Whatever they're called now. Yeah, they are the chicks now. Okay, good. They were Dixie chicks. I did. I remember point. that. I remember that from your lesson the other day. So thank you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> You're really getting really good at. It. See, I'm listening to you. You did that Led Zeppelin piece, which is pretty awesome. Oh yeah. That's probably the best. That's probably the only thing that's going to go out this week on the podcast. <laughs> You're really shitting on I'm this just podcast. Gonna, I'm just going to cut the whole thing. Truth be told, I got I got to go see Lobjuda. You told, can imagine. But it's six o'clock in the morning now. 
<laughs> still you, dark. And you got up at 3 a.m. Isn't tomorrow? Isn't tomorrow? You got up, you got up super early. I did, man. I did. I did. Yeah. Did you have the coffee? I actually today I have not I had yeah. that's what it is. Oh, it is. I think what it is is just this new setup that I got. <laughs> yeah. It has to I be. I know my back is I'm, hurting because I'm leaning at like a ninety degree angle. I'm going to like that. I'm looking up every two minutes. I I can't see what's on the screen. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Lemmy was was part of this uh, support for uh, Obama. Do you believe he was recruited for this? Somehow? I don't think. I don't. I think he just out of the kindness of his heart. Who would have an idea to say? Let, oh, I, I know. To. I know. If we talk to Lemmy, maybe Lemmy will give oh, us man. an endorsement. Yeah, I, I I think many many of the fans of Lemmy are not even registered to vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're probably uh, multiple-time felons, so they probably, <laughs> probably don't have the opportunity to vote anymore. Yeah, because that's rock and roll. That's the way it works. Yeah, other usual suspects who should come as no surprise. The boss. Uh, he's there for the and just for historical value of this uh, history piece, Adam, were Jay-Z. Sure. Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's Mike McCready? Pearl Jam guy? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that dude, that's the guy from Pearl Jam. What does he play? The uh, guitar? Yeah, and uh, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, okay. Why? Because music... Stevie so- Wonder didn't know he was actually in there. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Stevie Wonder knew if, this, if Barack was black. <laughs> does he know he's black? I don't think he's ever seen black. <laughs> Why? Because music celebrities traditionally come out and support the progressive candidate of the... Okay, yeah, the liberals, I guess, is what they would call him, so... Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I forgot. The, I'm so tired. I even, I even blocked out Pearl Jam. Yeah, that's, <laughs> usually you know all about that. One, two, three, four. This weekend. Oh, yeah. Kiss. Oh, Adam, that one coming strong. Adam, all of a sudden, I'm feeling energized. <laughs> Go figure. And listen how excited everybody is. No wonder. You're energized. The fans are energized. The place is blowing up. Oh. If there's ever such thing as uh, if there's ever such thing as good PTSD, this would be it. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, this yep. is uh, this week in history. Adam, that's right. Oh, wow, one of your favorite parts mm-hmm. of the show. Mm-hmm. This is <laughs> <laughs> yes, written by me as well. <laughs> You're catching up to me. That's good. <laughs> November the fifth of two thousand and fourteen, buddy. Fourteen, got it. It's a big day in Las Vegas, Adam. Okay, it's a humongous day in Las Vegas. Longer than twenty four hours. It's, it's <laughs> yes. Kiss Adam, none other than our four heroes, Adam, mm-hmm. began their first residency, Adam, in Las oh, Vegas. Oh, the residency. That's right, baby. At the world-famous Hard Rock Cafe, where my lovely friend Betsy went ahead and sent me, remember, you all these those little wonderful tokens, little yes. tokens. That's right. I Thank it. you again, Betsy. So, yes. Wow. What do you think how long, about How that? long did they play at, the, at that uh, Hard uh, Rock Hotel? A little bit. I want to say a little bit under a month. Oh, that's all it was. Yeah, we went there for the last show. The last show was. Let me look at my. Uh, oh, you have a display on the wall. Let me look at my display. The here. ticket is inside. Yes, and photos it is, from the show. Adam, it is dated, the twenty third of November. So yeah, a little bit less than a month. A little bit less than a month. Okay. Yeah, and I move. I move this shit now. It's all. Here we go. It's in my tower. It's. Just, I'm looking up. Oh, wait. 
So, Adam, if this tower starts crumbling, Adam, run. Start are you familiar running. with their schedule? Did they have a one show a night policy? Yes, it was a one show a night, dude. Yes, it was. For the, an entire month. This had to be great for the crew because you don't have to tear down the entire setup and move on to the next venue. You had a, you had a residence. You were staying there. Everything was just, you just reload all the pyro. Yeah, that would probably be it. I love it. Yeah, you know, make sure all the you know everything's plugged in correctly and all that every day. You know, this is high production. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where Awinda enjoyed her first ever Kiss show. After that, she had to tag along for the rest of the ones that I went <laughs> that I took her with me. <laughs> this is enjoyable for one time. That was it. Was a great time. We had a great time. It was free tickets for me. You all you know want, the story you already. Won those on yes. the radio. We all know the radio here. We all know the stories. You want to know the story? Find it somewhere among. In the uh, first 83 episodes somewhere. <laughs> Episode 31. <laughs> it was all of them. There's like I mentioned this every chance that I get. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Adam always looks at my memorabilia. And the, but that one specifically you is have for it, that day. You yes. have it cataloged. Yes, that day. The memories are captured, Lord, mm-hmm. in that, uh, yes. And now there's no set list attached to there. Could you not have at least printed off mm, one? I could have. Yeah, I could have. But if I'm not that close, I just don't feel it. You know, it's like ah, oh, it doesn't feel genuine. Like the one behind you there. Had it oh, let me see. <laughs> oh, the one for the veterans. <laughs> yes, for the, the veterans, veterans yes. where you were in the front yes. row. Yes, and and a, my, and a limited and a limited crowd. Yes, and then and for that playlist, Adam, I am holding it in a picture. Just FYI, oh. and it's not <laughs> it is not photoshopped, and for for sure, it is not a. Now, it, did you acquire that by hailing down a roadie saying? Give me that list. Yes. Give me that. Absolutely. I've seen you do that. Yeah. <laughs> that that's your move. <laughs> you see me in action. Give me Adam. that pick. You that like one that. pick right you, there on the ground. You love that. You love that. <laughs> you're, you're very forceful. I'm, I'm begging. I was a beggar on the street, Adam. <laughs> I don't but know. But it was like, you know, like ah, ah, Cosina, you're just jealous. Yeah, because you're, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. Your, your videos are, I'm going to bet they're, they're photoshopped. I think he's jealous of Kiss because they have a bigger pyro show <laughs> yeah. than he's able to put on. That did not Leave go my well. car alone. Yes. <laughs> it's cold outside now, Adam. <laughs> washing, washing it outside is a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, Adam, that's, uh, that happened. Also that day, just so you'll know, Adam. I, wanna, even, I, I don't know. even know why I'm going to mention this, but on that day also, Adam, uh, Gosilo's favorite secret lover, <laughs> Britney Spears, Adam. Oh, was I? He likes her on the gram. <laughs> with a pasties cover. Yeah. Says, uh, was honored with a key to the strip in celebration of her successful concert. A key to uh, strip? For, yes. At Planet Hollywood, Adam. So, oh. yeah. Cool. So that, how cool is that, though? I mean, that's very cool. I thought that actually the, the day before, my my buddy Chris and uh, William Boz met up at the Hard Rock that day, just you know, to say hi and whatnot. And then the next day, Will Dummy came in and actually caught the show. Mm. So they went to the one before last, and we went to the last one. It was very cool because that's the one that they actually recorded the uh, DVD. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You said so, you, you got out a magnifying glass and watched the show, I watched tried the show and tried to I, find yourself. I attempted to do that, Adam. <laughs> we love you, too. At least I do. This is rocking. 
What is this? Adam, this is uh, Baby Shark Heavy Metal version. <laughs> Baby Shark. I love this part. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Adam. And to close out this day in rock history, Adam. <laughs> and move on. Okay. In 2020, Adam, November the 2nd, 2020. Thanks to a swell of views from children's home during the coronavirus pandemic, Adam. Yes, coronavirus. Guess what happened? Oh, no. Baby Shark overtook Despacito. On the charts? Yes. It was number uh, no, one? Check it out. Oh. As the most viewed video in YouTube history with a little over 7 billion views. <laughs> what? <laughs> over what period of time? Oh, I okay. guess. Because this is a kid's song. Kids will love a song and they'll just play it over and over and over and over ad nauseum. Driving people with any level of intelligence crazy. Well, remember, we did cover these as one of the most diabolical songs. As a matter of fact, both of them were on the list, Adam, mm. from last oh, week. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's so right. There, there is some correlation to the list that I made up with. I What's guess going so. On? I guess you know, so. this is also now, a, not only will you learn about Led Zeppelin to the most poetic core of it, but you'll also learn about some shit like Baby Shark. <laughs> Baby Shark and <laughs> <laughs> there are song lyrics I never brag how real I keep it Cause it's the best secret <laughs> There are also lyrics That will captivate Your imagination And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard-to-name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. Ooh, man, Adam! Wow, this is exciting. Why do you always giggle? This is a great. This is a great feature. I love. I love the Regis of Sam Elliott part. Those I'm are, figuring those are really good. Um, if it wasn't for this tower of Babel that I constructed here, I probably would have re, re recorded all that. This <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't touch that one. That's a, that's a classic. <laughs> Adam, we spoke earlier that is in the 30s. This morning wasn't that bad. This morning's like in the low 40s around yeah. there. Still, you know, that's Def definitely need a light jacket. That's light jacket weather for us here sure. in Kansas, as long as there's no wind and the seasons, mm -hmm. autumn, autumn and winter are on their way. Now, well, autumn is here. We're in autumn. Well, yes, we're smack in the middle of it. Whatever the hell I said there, forget that. We're going to start all over again. <laughs> Seasons in the Abyss by Slayer. Is that what we're talking oh, about? Oh, Adam, I wish. I wish, Adam. <laughs> 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 but we've covered things like Young Lust. We've covered that. We've yeah. covered uh, lo uh, loneliness, loneliness uh, yes. sorrow. Yes, yes sorrow. Yes. Yes. And lastly, we covered a diabolical song. Of some horribleness of a lady, she was evil. Oh, an evil woman! Yeah, that's right. The Halloween lady. Still, they, you know, you seem to love that. But Adam, right now we're gonna switch up the mood. Oh my god! We're gonna go away from anything that has to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna have no relation because, to anything in the world. Because I have read these lyrics, Adam, and go, Silo, go ahead and spin that record. Go, Silo, give it a little bit more. Oh, go see a little bit of that. Break it down a little bit. Adam, this week. Okay. 
as we go into the wintry months, baby. Yes, I'm it's Pharaoh it. Smith's Seasons of Wither. Mm. I can feel the breeze, the air, the. Have you ever listened to these lyrics? Have you ever stopped at them? No, I have not analyzed the, the lyrics of Seasons of Wither by Aerosmith. I have not. Well, check them out, baby. Almost all of it is either allegory, metaphoric. I think you could give it whatever you want to give it mm -hmm. if you look at it. You know, from the core, from the base of at least the significance of words. You could say, what the hell is Steven Tyler singing about here? By the way, he's the songwriter and the only one credited on this song. On the song As a songwriter for this, yes. Okay. Now, this is how it starts. Now, you already know it's Seasons of Wither, mm -hmm. which really is Seasons of Winter, but sure. it's more like seasons that start to wither shit away. What happens in winter, yeah. yeah. Things wither away and die. So that's right. So you already, from the get-go, you're like, man, this is not, you know, California girls. We're talking about beaches and, no. you know, and doing all kinds of fun stuff. Here's the Seasons of Wither. Mm -hmm. Now, what the hell do you do in Seasons of Wither? You go out, maybe, if you're going outside and enjoy National Outdoors Day. <laughs> Yeah, you can. You can. Well, if you go out in some in some regions of the world, you might wither. You're gonna if you go wither. out on November sixth. You're gonna wither like a motherfucker. Adam. If you're like in uh, Upper Sweden, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you'll go like you'll do shit like you know uh, what is snowmobiling and skiing and shit like that, ice skating, whatever. If you so. like that kind of stuff, that's cool. But not me. I like you know that shit is too cold for me. Yeah. You know I'm Puerto Rican. I wasn't genetically designed for that kind of right, shit. Right, right, right. So anyway, so blues hearted lady Adam, mm -hmm. sleepy was she. Sleepy, okay, all right. She right. was on drugs. Blues-hearted lady, blue, blue the sky, summer. She didn't have a sunny disposition. No, she, her she was kind of uh, uh, down. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Love for the devil brought me to her. I don't know. What does that mean? Love for the devil. I know that's kind of weird. Maybe he's wanting to do some sin. 
He's wanting to get with her and do some sinning. That's let's. You know what? I'm going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes absolute sense to me. That would make the devil happy. Yeah, you saying you saying in church about you know putting the devil on attack. <laughs> so, so, I, so I don't know. Tears of a thousand drawn to her sin. So it's not only you. She's being whatever sin she committed. There's a lot of people coming towards her. Uh oh. By the thousands. Oh. Seasons. I've seen of- videos like this. <laughs> Seasons. The Houston 500. <laughs> Seasons of wither. <laughs> We're not going to get into this today. Okay, go ahead. What is it? Seasons of wither. Holding me in. In other words, I think it's just a season change. You wanted to do some shit, mm-hmm. but the devil said, fuck this. You're going to go here. You're going to get stuck here in this winter. You're going to move in with everybody else, and you're going to weather this winter out as best you can. He was attracted to the sin, and then the, he got involved in the sin, and the sin became uh, like a ball and chain to him. Now he is locked in. He cannot escape this right. sinful Spring, uh, summertime life. is over with. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever freedom you had of being outside and being in some really good weather, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, you know what? Damn it. It's cold, Adam, just like it is right now outside. Mm-hmm. Right? Sun's still not out. Is it? No, it's still not out. Not yet. Anyway, oh, woe is me. I feel so badly for you. Because he's stuck in there, but you are too. But doesn't he know that he's in the same situation? Yeah, but he still, he still feels badly for you. He's like, look, I have, compassion. I, have done, compassion. I have done some sinning. All with right? you, yes. And now I'm stuck in here with you. He says, oh, woe is me. I feel so sadly. So, so he felt badly. So, so now he, he feels sadly. So maybe he's where he wants to be, but he feels like he has locked her into this prison. I guess so, because it says, in time bound to lose your mind. Mm. So you're tied in here. Mm. And not only are you tied in here, you're going to go crazy like in a mental asylum. Damn. That's some badass that's, winner. That's not good. It says, live on borrowed time. Take the wind right out of your sail. In other words, you're going to live, maybe, maybe not. You may not survive this. Wow. That's pretty bleak. That is some depressive shit right there. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and categorize this song as a depressive song. Okay. You know, still has a cool groove to it for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there's a reason why I didn't analyze any lyrics. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you're into the groove. You're like, all right. All the smokers of cannabis, I'm sure, uh, enjoyed, (laughs) enjoyed this one. In 1970s, yeah. Uh, so now here's the next hill. So that was the uh, that was kind of the chorus of that. Okay. So this is gonna go to the second verse. So it says, "Fireflies dance in the heat, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Hound dogs that bay at the moon. My ship leaves in the midnight. Can't say I'll be back too soon." What do you make out of that? So he is being he is leaving this uh, this prison that has been constructed. I think he's headed towards it. So this is this is not linearly being told. This is not events as they are happening. No. Oh, okay. Take the wind right so, out of your sail. Because yeah, because fireflies I'll, dance. Uh, yeah. Okay. He gets to see maybe the fireflies because you see the the fireflies late. Oh, so we're going back in time right before this season of yes. winter. Okay. Yes. So and you know, and his ship is leaving. He's living towards. The the uh, the winter towards the season that's going to be withering away. Oh. You know when it says take the wind right out of your sails, that just means oh damn it, you know it like takes away that motivation that oh I was feeling so good and all of a sudden bam, mm. I I'm feeling depressed again. 
Uh-oh. Then it goes back, goes into another verse. It says, they awaken far, far away. Mm. Heat of my candle can show me the way. Tears of a thousand drawn to her sins. Seasons of wither holding me in. Anyway, here's, here's the deal with this song. And we're not going to go into this really. Good. I have no fucking idea what this guy, they were, what these guys were taking at the time as. But, you know, again, the, the words, for some reason, they're all congealed together. And they, they kind of make a sense when, it, when you throw the sonics of the song in there. Okay. It gives you that mood like, oh, man, season of wither. Oh, you know, here's this uh, howly kind of painful tonality in the way that Steven Tyler is singing this song. Hmm. Okay. So it just even though you don't know what the hell these these lyrics mean to him, to you, you're like, man, hmm. my ship leaves in midnight. Can't say I'll be back soon. At least he's on a vessel. He's out there <laughs> going somewhere. He, he's got the sea spray. He's got a candle. He's got. He's got. That helps. He's got a little bit of light. Now, Adam, since this was a complicated lyric, I went ahead and cheated. Oh, somebody does some official analysis. According to Adam, according to Song Facts, Song Facts, lead singer Steven Tyler wrote this song during the winter of 1973. Adam. Okay. Inspired by the winter landscape around the house he was living at the time with drummer Joey Kramer mm-hmm. in Neham, Massachusetts. Tyler explained in the Aerosmith autobiography, Walk This Way, I used to lie in my bed at dawn listening to the wind in the bare trees. How lonely and melancholy it sounded. Dude, there's, there's his voice. Okay. Lonely, desperate, melancholy. Oh, shit. My tower. <laughs> the tower of power. I'm going to be melancholy if this shit falls. <laughs> this is gonna be one abrupt, one abrupt ending to a goddamn podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it says here I was pissed off. <laughs> he was pissed off. You he says he was pissed off yeah. about his taxes, Adam, and getting mad helps me to write. So one night I went down to the basement where we had a rug on the floor and a couple of boxes for furniture. Okay. And I scooped up this guitar Joy gave me, a dumpster guitar, and I lit up some incense and wrote Seasons of Wither. So he was just depressed about this goddamn tax bill he had. At the time, Adam, uh, he owed $680,000. Oh, wow. Yep. And that guitar, too. And that guitar Kramer got for him, trash? Mm. Tyler says it could only take four strings because the neck was bowed. You could shoot arrows with it. So even the guitar was shitty. That he, he didn't wrote. even have his own yeah, place. Yeah, <laughs> he was living with the drummer. <laughs> even the guitar says anyway. In the early years, uh, Aerosmith guitarist Joe Perry didn't think the band should be doing ballads. And this is kind of ballady in a ways. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you know kind of, the, the kind rest. Of. The rest of the song. Play a little bit more of that song. I don't think it goes into like this. This heavy duty guitar uh, solo or anything. There's that melancholy. A lot of darkness in this song. Yeah, definitely. Those clouds are all over him. Yes. Clouds are pouring rain. And that wind that you heard outside of yeah. his window yeah, was right. at the beginning of the song for like 45 seconds. 
built, we're building to something now. Some power chords there, two of them at least. We're picking up, we're picking up. Yep. Yeah, I don't think it goes into a solo itself. I don't think it goes into, I'm, I'm yelling at it. So There we go. That would, that would speak to a, a Steven Tyler written song all by himself. Because <laughs> if, if Joe Perry was involved, <laughs> yeah. there'd be some uh, g guitar mastery in yeah, there Yeah, that would be the other uh, half of the Toxic Twain uh, uh, duo. Yes, you're mm -hmm. right. In the early years, I said, like I said, Joe Perry didn't think uh, they should be doing ballads. As a matter of fact, he hated the fact that Dream On was their biggest hit. Mm -hmm. One of the things he, he, he didn't mind so show. much is that uh, he says that Seasons of Wither is the favorite of the band's ballads. He doesn't have to work that hard. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like he says, it's like he's taking a break. He said, this is my break, son. And Adam, that was this week's Tommy and Adam's hard-to-name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. <laughs> there we go, Adam. <laughs> that was shorter. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. That was not too bad. I haven't taken a deep dive into that song. I haven't listened to that song in a long oh, time. Man, I love it. It's a great song. You know, you, you bring Is this up, off of rocks or what? I kind of forgot what this was off of. Is it Get Your Wings? I think it might be Get Your Wings. Could be, yeah. Anyway, you were saying? But man, you, you bring up songs here that I haven't had any time to have any touch tone with them for a long time. I haven't, so, haven't experienced them. So now it makes me want to go back and re-explore in the recesses. Of so are you mind. saying that you're going to go back to when we used to go into the significant album, used to put off that album and play it <laughs> and, all the and way? all the way home? <laughs> yeah, play it all the way home? <laughs> I, might, I might just do that. I give it some good ones. I mean, there's not too Absolutely. Bad, you know? Great except, one. Except, <laughs> except for that uh, that Roberto Seeger one. It was just like, that's all right. We'll, <laughs> that was introductory. That was Yeah, that was just, well, don't, don't listen to that one. Just listen to the song. <laughs> because, you know, you know, I mean, yeah, I got you. But this is the good thing about, you know, the lyrics that will blow your mind. Because it makes you think about about uh, the actual lyrics itself. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, okay, this is what this guy's talking about. Maybe, maybe not. And in this case, like I said, you could take you could take this and make it actually anything you want it to be. But you it will be a mood that's gonna be a dark mood. Mm -hmm. There's just no way around it. It's just the way it's gonna be. And, and by the way, Adam, yes, it is off of get your wings. There's no so shortage correct. of songs that were written to have meaning. Going through the lyrics and finding out the meaning of, of the writer and how everything is, is constructed and what they're trying to convey is, worth, is a worthwhile task. I thought, you know, for a minute I was looking at these lyrics. Oh, wow. Okay. He's going to sail the ship. You know, what's going to happen here? Is he going to, are they going to sail away from? Come sail away. No. Come sail. Where are they going to sail away? <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> uh, were they going to sail away from Middle Earth? Oh, <laughs> more Tolkien. <laughs> I was just wondering there for a minute. That's uh, all, Adam. Adam, let's move on. Okay. Adam, born on this day, baby. Rock and roll birthdays. Yeah. Do you know who this is? This is Def Leppard, baby, and rock, rock, till you drop. That is right. That's live, isn't it? It is live in front of people. Oh, is it, is it fan recorded? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kind of... I think it's an official. It is? It's an official live. Oh, you'll, you'll, be able to yeah. tell, you'll be able to tell when it kicks in here. Is this off Into the Night? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's off of. But it was, it was very pretty. It sounded pretty good. Adam, <laughs> thank you. The one-handed drummer, man. 
Rick Allen, baby. Yeah. He turned 58. Oh, okay, good. So, yeah, man. Uh, Rick Allen. Uh, Allen lost his uh, left arm in an accident after crashing his Corvette Stingray at him on the uh, A57. I, I would imagine that's the road. The highway. Yeah, this was off of some English website. This is off of this On This Day in Music. So uh, they would refer to uh, A57 outside Sheffield in England in 1984, Adam. Mm, terrible. Ah, yeah. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the Beastie Boys. It is that. Adam. Yeah. The Beastie Boys are singing about do what you want, do what you want, baby. Do what you want. I love it. Do what thou wilt. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Adam at Rock turned 55, Adam. On October the 31st of 1966. Well, actually, when he was born, but he turned 55 this past October the mm. 31st. Yeah. At Rock, Adam is he Horowitz. The, is he the Buddhist? Uh, no, that would have been uh, Adam. Uh, Adam. Uh, what's his last name? The one that, the one that passed? Yeah, Adam A. Of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, you've mm. got to fight for your right and, you know, to party. Sure. And License to Ill, which was a great album. So, yeah. Yeah. Adam, other mentions. There's Glenn Fry. He would have been 73 today. He was born November the 6th, oh, 1948. Wow. Yeah. You know, vocals of the Eagles, et Eagles, cetera, sure. et cetera, et cetera. Smuggler's Blues. That's right. October the 31st of 1961 was born Mr. Larry Mullen Jr. of U2, Adam, the mm. drummer. He says 59 today. Okay. Uh, Anthony Kiedis, Adam. Chili Peppers. That's right. November the 2nd of 1962 is 59 today. Uh, I, I saw a story about Anthony Kiedis that one of his bandmates said he is not musically gifted at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> Did you see that? That was the ad out there. <laughs> he could sing, though. You know. He could sing. That's all he has yeah, to do. Give him some lyrics, and there you go. Give him a sock <laughs> and a microphone. That's all you need. That <laughs> sounds like a pepper to me. And he said. <laughs> Adam, also born today, is Puff Daddy. Or Puff Jr. and Puff Diddy. P. Diddy. Yes, right. Yes. Oh, is it P. Diddy? P. Diddy. Anyway, close enough. He was born on November the 4th, 1969. His, uh, his uh, name of uh, the P. His government name is Sean John Combs. November the 4th, he was 53. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, we didn't have any other really, really, really special mentions. So, we're just going to go right into this, Adam. Okay. Are you going to take me home tonight? The Tommy and Adams Hard to Name Podcast Birthday Number Three. It's always the heavenly mark, Adam. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I feel that my energy is going to get picked up on this one, Adam. I don't know what it is, but let's immediately go and hit. What are we going to hit, Adam? The Lord, Lord of the G Strings. The Lord of the G Strings app, Adam. Let's make that connection. Uh, last week it did a kind of kind of pulled a trick on us. It, I hope it doesn't do it this week. <laughs> what this extended? If it does, it better be it better. It's going to send us to multiple pages. Oh you're saying? my gosh! I, I don't. <laughs> we we'd have to shut down the podcast. <laughs> Here we go, Adam. 
like it. Oh, <laughs> evidently Gosito likes it too. <laughs> All right, what do we have here, buddy? Uh, we have a site here. What is it called? <coughs> oh, wow. Musa Donarte. That's what I got here. Let me try this one here. Let me try it out. It's All called right. Musa Musado Norte. Musado, Musado Norte. Norte. Right. All right. All right. M-U-S-A-D-O-N-O-R-T, no spaces, no nothing, Adam. Don't forget Straight the E at through. the end. Did I say the E? You didn't say the E at oh, the end. Oh, that's good enough right there. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. <laughs> nice, Adam. I like it okay. already. Uh, Laura Nieva. Nieva. And it's uh, beautiful women. Beautiful Adam. women. That's what I'm talking about right here. This is perfect, Adam. So this is another uh, grouping. I would imagine the so. No, but women. It has one name on it. So, but it says beautiful women. Yeah. So I'm gonna say it's probably the administrator, and that's her there in that little uh, circle. I like the circle. I love that circle. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that is a classy circle. I, I like the circle. That. I love that circle, Adam. I have no idea. How what do that I zoom is into that? my breasts? They are very large. Thirty-four double G. Jeez. Double G. Those are some biggins. Yeah. (laughs) Off the scale. All right, Adam, give us the stats there, buddy. Okay, we've got uh, 1,243 posts being followed by 25.2 thousand. This is a gem? Followers, yeah. This is a hidden gem, as you call it. (laughs) Yeah. There's not hiding a lot there, though. There's not millions of followers. No. It's for a select group oh, and we're, a cadre and we people <laughs> who are followers and now it'd be 25,202 and, followers yeah, exactly <laughs> well 203 well 204 because it'd be you me Godzilla and the Datacoa promotions page, <laughs> page. <laughs> exactly matter of fact let me click it right now <laughs> this is we have a wonderful array now I can oh. notice I can notice from the front page oh, there's right. a lot of outdoor uh, bikini shots <laughs> 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 Beachside bikini shots. No way! I don't believe you. <laughs> and most of the the shots are of the lady looking at the water, while you're looking at her looking at the water. Very so you're, you're kind of from the other side. Man, I tell you, you know, I'm gonna tell you something real quick. While you were playing. Uh, while you were doing your uh, history piece on Zeppelin, you were yeah. playing going to California, Adam, oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. it was chilled back, yes. laid back, yes. kind of enjoying your day. That's the scenery you would <laughs> see. <laughs> Adam, that's the scenery. We're going to connect this podcast one way or the other. <laughs> oh, by the way, they're also outdoors, Adam. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they absolutely see. This is the kind of outdoor that hopefully the National Outdoors Day was actually referring to. Mm-hmm. Man, we've got. Uh, what do we want to look at first here? Oh, I don't know, Adam. But I mean, from now on, you're going to be known as Agents T and Day. Oh, <laughs> Adam, this was starting off really good. <laughs> Adam, you know what that music means, buddy. Asian X3. It's Asian X3 right there. He's been on a roll. He's, have, he's been contributing. I'm uh, looking. I am looking for a note right now by Asian X3. Uh-huh. Oh, no, Gosilo, no. I no Gosilo. I, I, I will. I am gonna. I am. I'm gonna read this, Gosilo. Wow. 
What's it say? Says Agent X3 says that it was a big dick move last Whoa. week. <laughs> 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 last week for to move from from his Lords of the G string app selection to Godzilla's video. That's all he needs to. He's all saying about that. I don't know. What but if that. we th- if we think about it logically. Was it a good move? I, I think so. <laughs> well, I'm on Godzilla's side. You I'm, go. I'm on your side. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's yeah. saying, thank you, Adam. <laughs> you don't speak Godzilla as well as Not his as girlfriend well. that drive through. I, mean, I can I can pick through it here and there. <laughs> Adam, let's go back to this. Thank you, Agent X3. I think this was promising. It's better than that crap we had last week. <laughs> well, this is definitely a collection of ladies that... I think probably contribute their best shots into this aggregator is there of, a, of material. Are all their angles covered, Adam? There's <laughs> yes. Well, I think they're showing their best assets. Would <laughs> um, that be as with Z's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think with each uh, photo, there is a a tag at the bottom with I think the originator. The, the person actually pictured in, oh, really? in the site. So there's credit as well. Like the first one is Sabrina, and she's in a brown uh, bikini top, and she has some lovely eyes, and she's she's hiking up the string on the side of the bikini, showing you her uh, ample, uh, you know, hip area. Okay. <laughs> you, you see what I'm talking about? I see, you see it, Adam. I, right. I have a theme and song. Then, I am too sexy yes, for my cat. Too sexy for my cat. These are little kittens. <laughs> Adam, yeah, I would agree with you. Wow. Uh, matter of fact, Adam, you know what? Tell you what. The first uh, one, two, three. The first five, Adam, are in your favorite pros. The one that where they're looking backwards <laughs> and <laughs> past their shoulder. Yeah, I mean, why is that? I, well. There's, there must be a reason. There must be some sense of pride. Like the fourth one. I thought they were just like backing up their car. On the fourth and one. And they just stuck that way. She is proud of the railing on her porch. Which one is it now? The fourth one down. Okay, I she's, see that she's one. She's proud of the railing on that porch. I do see that. It has some good accent pieces on there. Adam, I will tell you this much right now. I know what this site is about. What is it? It's very simple. What is it? It's what can you do in lingerie and in bikinis. And bikini shots. Okay, this is a plethora of activities, Adam, that yeah. you could partake in. Now, you can get the standard where you're standing under a palm tree, like the next yes. image. Yes. You can okay, do that. Let me look at that one. Right. Okay. Or you could be sitting on a wicker chair, like the one following that. I see that one. <laughs> and you just, you're sitting the wrong direction. I mean, <laughs> the, the seat is meant for you to sit with your with your butt down on the the, the seat, Adam. Right, these are special seats. Is she doing the thing like the teacher does, where he's a cool teacher and he comes and he's talking to the troubled kid and he turns the chair around and he sits backwards on the chair? She's, Adam, she's doing that. Adam, this was my teacher. I would never want to leave school. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my me, mom. teach. I'm troubled. Could you help me? <laughs> my mother would be calling. <laughs> My mother be saying, "Where's Tommy? He's been in school seven months straight." <laughs> well, he must be getting good grades. He must be sniffing that chair. Is what he must be. Doing. <laughs> oh, no. uh, oh, I don't know what to say, Adam. Right now, I'm breathless. I'm, I'm. I did pick up some energy, and all of a sudden, I lost it. I again. want to go pick. I'm gonna go hit the reels tab. I saw. I see that. I'm already ahead of you on this one. Okay. Boom! How many reels did you come up with? Um, there's uh, a few. I mean, so there's a grid network of them. Oh yeah, there's at least. 20 or so. Wow. It's quite a fruit reel. Oh, man. There's 
a tattooed lady who's talking to us. I'm not listening to whatever she has to say, but no. she's dancing to some music. Oh. Like a TikToker would. Is okay. it a TikTok video? It's not. It's, a, it's, a, it's a reels on the on the uh, on the Lords of the G-string app. Oh, there's a lady who's just d- dressed to go out. She has like a Michael Jackson nose. Let it's a very small that. button nose. <laughs> oh, and she's oh, she's shaking that. She's shaking what her nose? <laughs> no, no. That's what that is. No, she turned the other direction. Started shaking. <laughs> Oh, she's got abs too, man! Oh, she has abs. She has abs. She works out. Oh, these are these are impressive. These specimens. are pretty awesome. These are, you know, the motion really makes it. When you get to the reels, and they're they mess with the hair, they move the hair this way and that. You, you're able to see the luxurious locks. <laughs> is, is, there, <laughs> is there any reels for that? One? Let me go back to the images here. What the heck is that? Adam, that, that is a landing strip. I think something's going to be coming in to land. <laughs> Lady, put those legs back together. <laughs> that is, what is this? Is it? Is she, you know what? Her is f- she in birthing pose? <laughs> Is, Adam, she, is, you, she, is she Adam, getting into the stirrups? Adam, let me tell you this one right now. You know what her favorite seafood is, Adam? It's crab. Oh, man. Wow, that is an interesting shot. Oh, wow. Let's, oh, you, let's you go can, back to the oh, reels. Hold on, Godzilla. You can see the shoes. The what now? You can see the shoes. <laughs> What? At the end of the at the end of the bed there. Adam, did you just call did you just call me Godzilla? No, I'm I'm talking to Godzilla. Oh, okay. You can see the shoes of the guy who's taking the picture. He's holding he's holding the, the camera above above the, the surface of the bed, and you can see the guy on the side. Oh my god. That's that he should be way out of the shot. Yeah, way out the, of the, shot. the yeah, he's he's in the way. Well Adam, yes, there's all this is everywhere you could possibly go. In either lingerie or uh, bikini, it's there is no other shots here. Yep. Oh, there's a couple that are that are group shots. Adam, oh, I, I saw I one see, with three groups. I see a trio. Ladies. Let's open that one up. Okay. It's called Musa Donorte, uh, and it says "Good afternoon." Actually, yes, I would call that a triple mm. a triple good afternoon. That uh, may. Show up, Adam, in Gosito's <laughs> <laughs> and in Gosito's next feature. Yeah, uh, with the hashtag Gosilo Oficial at the bottom. Oficial, and him with his eyes open, <laughs> <laughs> open wide, open wide open. Yes, triple, triple trouble. But this is one of those nice I sites where if you have a dedicated site to one or a couple of of particular models. Oh yeah, you you get repetitive. You this one. Each one is a different face, a different, a different uh, point. And I haven't at. seen any of these in the other sites, Adam. These yeah. are all Agent X three. Thank you for yeah, that. This is very good. And we have had a couple of ones where I think Adam, where they usurp other photos and bring them to these sites and make them up. Oh, they like. Uh, yes, they, they hijack. They smuggle them in. They hijack them because there's one here, Adam. If you go all, there's one where uh, I think last week. Where we were reviewing Godzilla's video, mm-hmm. there was one that she was either Luigi or Mario. I can't remember right now. Mm-hmm. And here, there's one where she has some kind of like a Nintendo. Uh, I, saw, I saw. Did it. you see I that pa- one? I passed by that one. She yes. has a Nintendo kind of a fanny pack. So that's for the uh, gamers. That's for the gamer. But Adam, it's not on her fanny. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. Would, you wouldn't <laughs> want it there. I don't think it covers or fits anywhere close. 
I'm interested in playing video games now. Oh, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> but um, there's a Nintendo joystick or what does you call those? The, the the controls actually is what it is. It looks like old school Nintendo too, Adam. Yeah. I, I saw the one you're talking about. Yeah, and she you, has headphones you, as well. Are you interested at all in baking? No, <laughs> let's go back and find that one. Where is that one at? Adam? This this advances a few few beyond that. So so okay, a few beyond that. Let's keep looking here. Is uh by the way, there's uh a, is she baking in a bikini or in lingerie? Well, she has some of those uh white stockings on her legs. Okay, I can't find that one. Where is it? Keep going. She's here. Keep describing. She's it. spreading the flour over the the surface where you start to knead the dough and things. Okay, kneading and spreading. Yes, but she's she's on top of the surface, <laughs> so she's in the flour itself, and there happens to be a handprint on a certain part. I gotta find it. Like <laughs> we we can't leave this. What's the number behind this? <laughs> There's no number. Oh wow! It has uh, seven hundred and sixty six likes. Oh, so I'll tell Lord. you that. And, and let me ask you um, this question here real quick. Yes. Is, is she in a chef's? Uh, <laughs> she's, she's spreading the flour. You don't, you, don't, you don't want the dough to stick to the surface. No, Adam. So you need to get ample flour. Sometimes Adam, the flour gets in other places. Adam, I would like to taste that pastry. <laughs> I would eat it. Nope, she is doing a good uh, with, job. With much uh, enjoyment. But yes, there, there's many, many shots of of overlooking beautiful vistas. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, all views. it is, yeah. Tommy, all the times that we've been to IHOP. Okay, okay. We've been yeah, to IHOP yeah. many, many times. <laughs> Let me see that Have one. Have we Adam. ever had somebody like that outside of our IHOP? In the background, there is an IHOP. Well, what's the problem with the pants that came down? <laughs> well, what's the problem with these I, girls' pants? I don't Adam? know. She is well put together, though. So a lot I'll of these girls, that. their pants fall down or something. And then, and that's the time when the photographer actually snaps the picture out. I know. It doesn't, what seem, are the chances? it doesn't seem right. What are the chances of that ever happening? Who are the photographers that are <laughs> they're not paying attention? They got their feet in the way. Do they sabotage their, their clothing? Adam, this is endless. This is I can't just pick out one. You get to the bottom and it just reloads luckily, again and it gives you a whole bunch more. Luckily, there's over 1,200 posts. <laughs> so we have all of these to go through. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you know, we should have started this. We should have started this at the podcast at the beginning today. <laughs> <laughs> this is without a doubt. You know, this is. What? Oh. Gosilo said he just found a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> this lady has a bottle of Johnny Walker Black oh. that she's cradling. Mm. She's gonna have a nightcap. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know like where she's cradling that thing. She likes her drinks warm, Adam. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. A little hotter than room temperature. Mm-hmm. Oh Adam, this definitely is. Look at a, the coverage on this bikini this, right here. Adam, are those uh, are those COVID protection masks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, mm. There's minimal coverage. No, and no, no. Look no. at that wonderful Mo- waist. Modesta Norte. Let me get this name again. Get live. It's moose. Musado Norte, Musado Norte. Hmm. I gotta figure out what that means. That? I always say that I don't. I, I, I get so caught up on these damn pictures that I don't. It, it means something good. I'll tell you that. Musado, well, Adam. Go ahead and review the next one while I try to find <laughs> what, what Musado. Are you doing means. a translation? I need to find out what that is tonight, Adam. Oh well, Musado. In... It just continues. It's just one after the other. There's a lady with a little tiny boogie board. <laughs> Maybe it's a normal sized surfboard, but compared to what it's sitting next to, it looks small. Adam, literal translation is wet north. <laughs> wet north. 
What does that mean? I don't know. What's a wet north? I would imagine it's wet south. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> one would imagine. That's what that. it means. Oh my gosh! This. Oh, we have some girls trying to get rid of tan lines. Uh oh. Where they take the top, you know, and they. You see that tiny little strip of whiter flesh. In, I know that ru- that ruins their uh, mid back. She's that, trying to uh, solve this problem. Yeah, they don't have to use any makeup in, when they're taking pictures because they already took care of it with the actual natural sun. Natural sun. Natural yes, vitamin D. Vitamin D. National Outdoors Day. They need a little vitamin. Yes, D. a little. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, I think we shall. Yeah. we shall move it on. Go ahead and read that handle again, Adam. It is Musa Donorte. M U S A. D-O-N-O-R-T-E. And follow today. Gosilo's <laughs> gold It's difficult being more mature than your father. Black button girls, you make the rocking world go round. <laughs> Adam, this is approved by the Vatican. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they all are. <laughs> every, oh. week, every week it's approved. <laughs> the heavenly music is the dead giveaway, Adam, on that one. <laughs> Adam, my spirits get lifted. Let me see. Okay, well, it's time for some hashtag. What the problem is? Thank God. It's break time for me. <laughs> I haven't said that in a while. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we were talking about getting outside and playing. We were. Talking about, was it last week? Was like play sport week or something like this? Oh, or was that the week before? I don't know. That was a couple of episodes ago, the uh, the National Sports Day, Adam. So, yes, this is about sports. This is actually or play ins- outside day. This is actually inside, but it's still sports. Okay. So we're getting some exercise. This is uh, in Poland. Polish sports we're talking now. Okay. And they recently had a sanctioned fight. MMA style. Oh, really? Yeah. Ground and pound. You know all about the MMA, uh, right? I, I know nothing. <laughs> I know there's a guy called McAllister, and he fights a lot, and McWevin. McGregor? Yeah, there you go. Close Conor enough McGregor? in the zone. Yes. Yeah. He is a very angry guy. He'll throw things. He'll. You are a meathead. <laughs> <laughs> he threw like a, uh, one of those pallet lift thing. Pallet jack. Oh, pallet jack. He picked up a pallet jack and threw it at a bus. Wow. Broke glass, hurt people. In Is time. that like Hulk style? I don't know. He's just mad. Wow. He, he, he likes to be Anger mad. management. Yeah, you'd think so. I was all uh, I was all weak and uh, un- and distracted until I saw the third birthday at him. Maybe. <laughs> now you're focused. <laughs> now I'm focused. I'm back <laughs> and back. Uh, my game is back on. Well, in Poland, they Maybe have, that's what he needs to do. They have a new fighting uh, competition. Okay. Some people don't think it's quite right because it is man v woman. That's it. Listen, I have had enough. I have had, had enough of what? Had I enough am of going what? Both. <laughs> I am out of here. Wow. Straight Bi- man. Billie Jean King versus that other guy. Now these are unprofessional. These are these are amateurs. We have not official, sanctioned, trained. This is just we're taking this man and this woman. They can be fit in their own ways. Okay. They can be exercised anyway, you know, mm-hmm. uh, strengthened, uh, CrossFit worthy, all these things, but not trained professional fighters. So anyway, they had this fight on October 29th. That was just, what, a couple of days ago? Not that long ago. A current what the free hole is, Adam. Good deal. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The woman, her name was Ula 
Mm. That's already bad. Ula Sizak. And she is a female arm wrestler and fitness instructor, so she's well fit. Oh. Uh, who regularly flexes her muscle on social media. At, so, least, at least her arm so is, she, is so, well fit, Adam. So she has some, <laughs> she has some, uh, she has some uh, physical ability out there. Right. And in the octagon, her opponent was Piotrek Muaboy. Mm-hmm. None of them ended with ski? No. A mixed martial... As now it says here, he is a mixed martial artist, which mm. doesn't seem to make sense. And self-described 185 centimeters of pure sex. Stop being a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so did, he's got a little bit of a uh, ego to him. Adam, where was that penis tree uh, <laughs> located at? Is he eating from that? That was, or? That was in Europe somewhere. <laughs> he could have he he saw the bloom. Um <clears throat> After initially, and this is the fight, after initially testing one another with a series of range-finding jabs, mm. Muaboy, the man, Mr. Sex Machine, then <laughs> begins to land heavier shots <laughs> with alarming regularity. And he then... On the chick? Yes. And then flipped Czak after she shot for a takedown. So she went to go grab what, his legs. What's a shot for a takedown? Explain well, that, she got, that move She to got me. low... And tried to go in, grab his penis, grab his legs. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! That would have took me down. <laughs> <laughs> and take his legs out from underneath him, bringing him to the ground. She went low. That, th- was, that was her attempt. Did she get on her knees when she went low? I don't know if she went. I don't know if she got down to her knees. They can. They, will they move points or usually change? with the shot? You just go down at an angle. Boom. Oh, up, high level, low level. Right? Oh, wow. So she went for the shot, but he warded her off. Mm. Uh, How did he do that? Well, he then he flipped her. So he caught her as she was coming (laughs) down and then flipped her. That sucks. You know, the fitness instructor. She was was vulnerable at that point. Czak was unable to defend herself. (laughs) He was, he had her down and he was above her. You know how they get in that position where he's kind of straddling her, she's on the ground. With her her fists, her ha- arms, kind of over her face and head, but he is just raining blows. Oh, okay. yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen that. They're like uh, they're like kneeled before them, and they're just banging yes, away, and they're just doing the hammer fists, blow after constantly, blow, yeah, constantly down. Luckily, the fight was stopped, but there was outrage. This fight shouldn't have never happened. This Be- man man v woman fight. Okay, was the man a woman before? No. Or was the woman a man before? These, as I understand Do it. they have to declare what gender they are? <laughs> <laughs> as I understand it, the man was a man and always a man. Okay. And the woman was a woman and always a woman. Okay. That's, that may go that's how I understand that's it. That's fair, but I have to ask because this is current. This is called, they haven't have a name for it, intersex MMA. Intersex. Intersex. So man v. woman. Wow. Billie Jean King type stuff. So there was many, much outrage. And, of course, they took videos and put it on the Internet, and people were like, oh, my God. Did, did you see any of that? I just looked at the stills, you know. Of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's in winning position. She's, she's cowering in fear. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was, it was not a good day. Why are we doing this? Wow, Poland's contribution. <laughs> Polish sausage. Polka and now inter MMA sex. <laughs> Why is this a good idea? This is so Polish. 
This is what Polish people would do, right? They beat up all the, the all the Polish jokes. They beat up their women. <laughs> they beat up women. But that's our what the for holies for this week. Come on, Poland, get it together. <laughs> At least you abuse Poland, not Asia. This. <laughs> that's next week. <laughs> So it, what you're saying is should have come to nobody's surprise. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, even she was like a braggish uh, fitness person okay. on on the social media. There, she was like, "I'm going to kick she this guy's like, yeah, ass." I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, but I mean, it a, did couple tur- a couple of shots, a flip, and a, it did and it ground did, and pound, and you're done. It didn't turn out in her favor, is what you're saying. It's not good. Of. Not good. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Sound of the Week. <laughs> kind of music central this week. We got some new stuff. <laughs> what, Tommy? What have you got? I was listening to the playback and I heard your Sound of the Week, the three hits, which was the fart pedal medley. <laughs> That was real stuff. Oh my god, that was a hit. that was a home run right there. All right, well this week Go what ahead. we got? Well, we got new music is what we got. Okay, Adam. This is a song entitled "The Chapel Down Rag." Y'all about it if you want to know. Let's see if you know who this is. Y'all about what they want you to know. Slipknot? Slipknot! Absolutely Slipknot. New single. I don't know if it's attached to a future album or not. The Chapel Town Rag. Oh, okay. Corey Corey Taylor's been, been, been traveling solo without Slipknot for a while now. Yeah. And in fact, I'm kind of a bigger fan of the Corey Taylor solo stuff than... Regular Slipknot stuff. I know about Slipknot because of Crystal. If not, if not, I wouldn't know anything. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, she was a big Corey Taylor fan per se, so well, at least that I know. She well, went na- out. Well, she- now you know that uh, they have a new song. Well, that's good for them. <laughs> good for them and for their fans. We also have another piece of new music. Okay. Might be a little bit more your speed. I'm not sure. Guitar centric. Let me try to make it out. It's got to sound familiar to you. Got to. Is it Ghost? Oh. Same region of the world, though. Oh, the Scorpions. Scorpions. New song entitled Peacemaker. Out on the new album, which will be released February of next year, called Rock Believer. Didn't sound like Klaus Main there at the beginning. Klaus Main though. I oh, heard it sounds like Klaus Main. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think about that? Well, I like it. It doesn't sound too bad. Starts off with the guitar screeching. Is it Michael Schenker? It is a Schenker. I don't think it's Michael though. Is there another brother? And then we've got another. Do you enjoy um, <laughs> cover songs? Adam, I do. I do. There's, if this cover song is done well, uh, like the uh, Arctic Nordic, Nordic Arctic, oh, right, it was right. all right, no. but not the other one, not I, the uh, I'm So Excited, that was not too good. Now, this is a new song. I believe it is a cover song of a Weird Al Yankovic. 
No kidding. Song. Somebody covering Wheel I mean, I just, I just know it by the title. Okay. Uh, but it has to be. The, it's the only thing I could possibly imagine. Is it an Eat It? Is this, was this a weird out at all? <laughs> That's either uh, Cardi B or Meg the Stallion. What Megan, it is Megan B. <laughs> B. Stallion. Is it B? It is, it is Eat It. <laughs> Why didn't go seal react earlier? <laughs> I, I, I thought it would have more food central. He's what? No. Costello, <laughs> uh, uh, you won't get the booty sauce. It doesn't work wow. like that. You got to go to Popeye's for that. Wow. But yeah, this is a new song by <laughs> Megan the Stallion. Eat it. <laughs> oh, we're, oh, we're cover. <laughs> wow. Uh, I love that song. It's pretty good. <laughs> and we've, we've got one more thing. Did you see the Mimi where she graduated from? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she dressed for success. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> And also, uh, Adele. That's the fat chick from uh, London, right? Formerly fat. Oh. Not really fat anymore. I don't I, know what, I, I I don't shouldn't know what she say did. fat. I, I said fat. I should, I, I'm going to take that back. Large. She's a, she was a big girl. She's a big girl, yes. She's a big girl. Uh, but she was making a video for her latest song. I believe it's number one. Uh, that was is, mean was of it? me. Set us, set us Free or something like this. Uh, but she... Put on social media mm-hmm. a video of all the bloopers of that they had during shooting the video. I'm just going to play the what she put on social media. Okay. <laughs> and action. <laughs> Wait, give me a second. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? Can you hear me? Sorts of problems on the set. Oh my god, my stomach hurts. Of that, of that shoot, there was the she couldn't get the cassette to go into the cassette player. They had wind blowing, and she was hitting the face with papers. Wind blowing is right. (laughs) So that's all the sounds we have for this week. (laughs) I had to stand up. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. You'd understand why they have to make some of those edits. Because you know. Adam, while you were gone. You okay? Adam, while you were gone, a special recording team got the queen. Uh, oh, did they? Yeah, so I don't know what's happening in in, in England, but uh-huh. they're top females. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> the top females are going off. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're, oh my God, they're volcanoes. <laughs> oh, just what I think you can't top the sound of the week, Adam. <laughs> and the thing, this was right out the shoot, <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh man, I got I got all kinds of shit coming out of me now. <laughs> just like a tell. My gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> We're gonna end this sucker. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Good times. Take time. it no more. Okay. We got really close to the three-hour mark of us bullshitting around. By the fact, when I when I started writing the eye like this, is we have nothing. <laughs> oh, how could that be? We're back on track. We're oh. back down to old times, Adam. <laughs> Adam, bad times for me, but I'm oh, gonna go shit. ahead and give them to you. Okay. Adam, uh, Journeys, Neil Sean, uh, Adam, mm-hmm. warns fans about a piece of shit imposter. <laughs> that was the uh, <laughs> that was the headline. Came out yesterday, November the 5th, on Ultimate Classic Rock Online, Adam, by a guy called Brian Rowley. Mm-hmm. Neil Sean is warning fans about a piece of shit, and that's in quotes, <laughs> imposter trying to scam them out of a hefty sum of cash for a phony meet and greet. Dear friends, this is what uh, Sean writes on uh, his post of social media. I've been very busy working and trying to heal from the pain of the loss of our, li- our longtime manager, Herbie Herbert. And there's a low-life imposter acting like, they are me asking you to write me privately, Journey's guitarist says in, a fis- and in that Facebook post. Know that this is not me, says Sean. Always check for the blue dot of verification. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. I do not have any other account. Have some decency, please, is what he's telling these uh, piece of shit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Straight up, man. Wow. This guy guy is Neil Sean is journey. Yes. He's he's it. Him and the uh, guy, the, what is it, Carradine is the, I forget what the, I called him David Carradine. The guy who plays plays the uh, the keyboards, I forget his name. Uh, I don't know. Him and and, and, uh, Neil are Mm -hmm. our journey. And and, uh, I think the first singer was the guy who sang with Santana. I forget his name. Mm. Anyway, he also revealed how much money the alleged scammers trying to swindle out of the Journey fans, dude. Apparently this asshole... Is that again? And he's asking for $350 for a VIP pass. Do not fall for this piece of shit. He actually keeps uh, reiterating. <laughs> I would hate to see what this guy will do. Actually, no, I would love to see what Neil Sean would do to this guy if he finds him face to face. Is he accusing the the character from South Park? The little duty character? What, what, is, the, what is the duty character oh, called? Oh, God. Uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Stinky or something Mr. like I this? forget the guy's name. Shit. <laughs> Oh, piece of shit. Exactly. I don't know. That's right, uh, Mr. Hanky. <laughs> Mr. Hanky. I, I guess I forgot the guy's name. <laughs> you know that he's does, he's on this Christmas special. <laughs> he's far from the first rock star being impersonated by a scammer uh, on social media. Adam. Uh-oh. Brett Michaels warned fans in January of numerous imposters posing as him online, vowing to work with Dr. Phil to help people. <laughs> wow. 
uh, to have been victimized by these scumbags. Uh, White Snake frontman David Coverdale and the Eagles both issued social media statements about scammers last December as well, Adam. Wow. So it's bad times uh, for the rock camp and in people addition, trying to... In addition to Actually, that. it would be bad times for these people that would actually believe this. Because Neil Sean is right. Look for the verification stuff. And these guys are not going to ask for money. So in what crazy world do you live in? That Well, number one, you got a lot of money to throw away if you're just going to go ahead and put yeah. out this cash mm-hmm. to, you know... VIP That's passes yep. for how much did they say? VIP passes for three fifty. It must be faux journey for three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Scammers. Yeah, they're, every, they're everywhere though. Your VIP pass for journey pass to cost uh, pretty much a pretty penny. So we have to always be on guard. Yeah. Go ahead, Adam. Give, All right. Give me some good times. Good times. Uh, well, do you like a little symbolism? I do. We have a good uh, piece of symbolism that happened here in Minnesota. Oh. It is a little microcosm, the like, Viking, a, like the Viking a, state, like a little glimpse into what's happening in in the real Main Street America. Oh, right. So uh, this would have to be anything <clears throat> with making America great up there, would it? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've seen enough of that symbolism. News report <clears throat> from yesterday, the fifth of November. Go ahead. A Minnesota police officer was summoned to break up an unusual street fight Mm. when two bald eagles, the symbol of this country, two bald eagles were found stuck together fighting in the middle of the road. No kidding. American against American in the streets, in the city. This is exactly emblematic was one of those of Amer- our problems. Was one of those Americas half asleep and had the pens on? <laughs> <laughs> the city of Plymouth said in a Facebook post that Officer Mitch Martinson responded to a neighborhood on a report, to a neighborhood on a report of two bald eagles stuck together on a Plymouth roadway. Martinson said being called to break up a street fight between two eagles was a first for him. We do have de-escalation tactics, but I've never applied them to eagles or other animals, he said. The officer consulted with the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources and Raptor Center, which told him the eagles were likely in a dispute over territory. Mm. But it's also what's happening in our streets this very day. People fighting. American against American. Should not be the case. Adam. Eagles, <laughs> yes. eagles do fight, Adam. Yeah, they do fight. In Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. Oh, my God. <laughs> they also say... Are they bald eagles? <laughs> yeah. The symbol of America? <laughs> no, but they're eagles. <laughs> Just so you'll know. Uh, I know that Don Henley and Glenn Fry are fighting all the time. <laughs> That's it right there. That's true. Two Americans, though, and it's all Bad times. Oh, Adam, I'm afraid to even look at the time on this sucker. Oh, no, it's got to be... Oh, shit. It's got to be golden. (laughs) You think so? (laughs) Cosino said that's his job to look at the time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Cosino. Adam. All right. Do you have anything else, Tommy? Oh, uh, dude. Actually, let me see. Last week, I screwed up and forgot to talk about our contest, which I did at the beginning today. And since this has been kind of slow, Adam, uh, it is going to be Veterans Day this week. So I want to say happy Veterans Day to all our brothers and sisters in arms mm-hmm. and throughout all of our services, Adam. Absolutely. Every single one of them. Everybody who, who took that oath and fulfilled their oath. I summon you to fulfill your oath. For Gundor. Oh, my God. <laughs> And uh, Coast Guard, everybody, man, Space Force. If you take exactly, it all doesn't matter, you know. That's right. That two fourteen at the end of the day is all that matters. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because everything else while you're there, you go ahead and kick and scream, do whatever you want to do, or, or, or <laughs> say you're the best in the VA line, buddies. We're all the same. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, thank you. Thank you for the sacrifices uh, you have done and you will continue doing for our nation, our great nation, with all our bullshit, we, even with our American fighting against American eagles in our street. Yes. So, yeah, Adam, also, uh, I just want to let you know that to the dismay maybe of many since we've been they they've been noticing that we've had breaks between shows this is going to be two weeks in a row hopefully mm, yes uh, hopefully <laughs> if we didn't lose anything go <laughs> see <laughs> you know thank you for another week yeah dude but that's what we got man and that will be gone is what i'm trying to say for the next couple of weeks i'm going to go home I'm going down to PR. I'll be down there. I leave next week. So yeah. so the next possible show would be Thanksgiving week, maybe. That's what I have here. Yes, it will be the Thanksgiving episode. will probably be our, mm. our next episode. Yeah. Right. Hopefully by then I'd be rested the day before. <laughs> if not, I will, I will drink some coffee. Honestly, today is just, I think it's just a change up for real. It's all this different setups. There's certain ways I have my hands thrown, you know, mm -hmm. have certain cues set up, you know, go see, I can't see them. So... <laughs> and that's that's hard. That's bad. He's, he's, I gotta see him. You know. Yeah. He's, I don't. He's, I can't even see he's his big guy. I can't even see his tail. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would be. I don't want to look. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> it's not that sexy, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, Adam, okay. thanks. Thanks for coming out. Uh, of course. To Dr. Kova Studios, one of the home of the Tommy and Adam Hart Today podcast. My pleasure. And Gosilo, my buddy. thank you very much for your participation. As always. Oh, he's the best. Mm -hmm. And as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners. We do. Our fans and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep in mind that life is not that serious. Again, search for keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, RSS podcast, Owl Tale, <laughs> and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon. To be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is November 6, 2021. And you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. Yeah. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Dadakoa Promotions. Yeah! Which is a Kansas. Dadakoa Promotion. Are a meathead. I am out of here. Stop being a dickhead.